Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and add mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Konnichiwa! Minasan, konnichiwa! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Talk to Keiki Podcast. I am Matt, your, your host for the night, your senpai, and to join me is my kohai, my pompous piece of shit co-host, Ethan, pompous what's up? Piece of shit? What the <laughs> fuck? Where the fuck did that come from? What the fuck? No, Whoa. no. Hold on, hold on. I have a story. Oh. For, I have a story for that actually. I'm like I'm over here telling you, like you know when we say konnichiwa, I'm doing it just like they do it on the on Uramichi-san too, with the whole hand movement and the eyes. Oh, 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 I'm man, gonna yeah. tell you like do that too, like konnichiwa, and then you like, you pompous fucking cocksucker. Like what? Did that come from? It was funny because uh, my partner actually told me there if I listened to our podcast. And it talks about how pompous you kind of sound at times. I oh, yeah, that's help. right. I couldn't help but laugh. Like, you know, I got to do this to uh, cheer about after last week. 
But I'm not. I know, but I'm not pompous. That's the thing. I I know. Just I guess this is how you sound. <laughs> yeah, like no, because when you go and you're talking about something I'm I don't know about or I'm not watching, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, no. if you were in front of me, I would be like, I would shake. I'd be shaking my head. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I just, I just thought it was, I just thought it was so fucking hilarious. I had to say it. I had to say it. Like, yeah. So what happened in Venetus? Uh huh. Fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm gonna talk about Venetus later. That was a great episode. <laughs> I'll talk about that later, mind you. Yes, yes. Anyway, what a great well, start, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, much better than last week. Golly. Uh, uh, we're recording a little later because my job sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. we're here, but we're here now. Uh, energy, energized, focused. Yeah. We hope, you guys, we hope you guys liked the abbreviated episode last week. Truth be told, I didn't think it was one of our better episodes. But, you know, for the sake of people that have asked for a shorter episode, we gave it to them. We'll try and keep it as condensed as we can this week. But uh, no promises. But until uh, then, it ain't ever fucking happening. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we're if we're if we're weak in the knees, as they say. As I twist, as I twirl my mustache and say that. Oh, I used my mustache was used to be long enough for me to twirl like that. <laughs> You've seen my curly mustache, haven't you? I have, yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Lovely. Anyway, sticky Stick, tonight. Anyway, now, uh, we only have one set of news today, and that's this uh, record of Ragnarok get announced for season two. Uh, mm. No date yet. Hopefully soon. Probably be 2022, honestly. Yeah, I think they're waiting for the next batch of fights for... Uh, yeah. Oh, they by the way, they uh, another set of news. I forgot. They officially announced JoJo Part 9. Now that I was thinking about yes, that. Yes, it's uh, no longer jo- JoJo Mama, what that was rumored months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in that. Nah, I, I should have kept it. That would have been that. That would have been a JoJo thing. Yeah, it probably would have been. But yeah, they announced that. I did remember it just off the top of my head. And then, of course, my hero is doing fantastically well uh, in Japanese movie theaters. Um, Bell is also doing really well. Um, it's now, I believe, the director's second highest-grossing film ever, um, as well as the um, live-action of uh, Tokyo Revengers. That's also doing really well in oh, Japan. That is, yeah, I am very surprised with that, but I will take it. Yeah, man. Like, yo, the guy who plays Ken looks fucking just like that motherfucker. Too. Right? Oh, my it God. It is crazy, dude. Like, yo, Shit, they did a bang-up job. <laughs> They did a bang up job. What's the one that's on um that's on Netflix? I haven't seen it. Um, is it is it Kagiguri or there's a, a live action that's like oh is there a Renshin Renshin something right? Kenshin, Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone rebels about how that's one of the better live actions that you can watch. So I still need to watch that because my Same. friend love my friend loves Rurouni Kenshin. So and he said he loves them. So I haven't seen the anime, so I can't I can't compare it. But it is something that I would want. <laughs> that is yeah, the anime is great. True. This uh, fortunately, the creator had issues. We're not going to talk about here. Oh, <laughs> I got hit with the cancel culture, and my friend was devastated because it was again, it was his favorite series. So I was like, like, what do I do? It was like, just enjoy the show. Enjoy for what it is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, of course, next week uh, we got uh, my villain academia. Started with the villains. Indeed, I can't wait. Uh, but we could talk about that in uh We could talk about that in uh yeah. in our market. Oh yeah, we we can do that. Um, yeah, we should get to the continuation. Yeah. Speaking sorry, of did, academy, you, did you have anything else to add to Record of Ragnarok season two? I'm sorry, because I, I cut you uh, off. Basically, um, 
I can see it happening next year, as I know the the next fight's almost done, and they're probably going to wait for one more fight to fully finish. That way, I can do like four more fights for season two. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Have we'll see how long it takes them. Uh, hopefully, we get a little bit of better better animation. But I'm excited for Heracles. I'm, I'm excited for Heracles and Jack the Ripper. That was my favorite fight. I love Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so, top. Uh, it's gonna be hard to top Adam though. Adam was that motherfucker, bro. I, I no. I, Adam was that nigga, bro. You can't. No. You can't stop him, Adam bro. was probably yeah. Well, he was my favorite character, and then yeah, Dr. Richter showed up. That Adam. No, I, I still love Adam. He's he's great. Yeah, well, I'll see the Jack of Ripples. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But for right now, Adam's my bar. Adam's there you go. But no, it's a it's is that it's still a great fight. I, I can't wait to see how they do it. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, but yeah, speaking of academia, we're gonna start with uh, the seasonal continuations, and we'll start with academia. Let's do let's do that. Yeah, let's start with academia. Great episode. Oh, uh, oh yes, this was great. All, you know, I, again, a lot of people were just saying like, "Oh, the beginning sucked. I, I could have dealt without I, it." I think I feel like I feel like that's the normal for the past couple of seasons. Like I don't that. mind it. I didn't mind it in the least. Like you know, it, I can agree with the stanchion that it kind of felt a little fillery. Like okay, I, mean, I get that. I, I bet yeah, they also tried really too hard with Kirishima. In the beginning of season four, <laughs> yeah, okay. like, like stop it. It's it's not gonna happen. Like uh, he's a society guy. That's it. At least he's not Yamcha. You mean Gohan? <laughs> <laughs> I, I led you into that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> maybe, no. maybe, maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the show. The whole Vegeta thing. Oh God! You know what? This ep- the title of the episode is the Vegeta Memorial Show. <laughs> Vegeta Memorial Show. <laughs> Or I want for the homies. Well, I mean, bro, he didn't actually get his ass kicked. He just did a move and he fucked uh, it up. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it later. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, back to my hero. Yeah, it was a great episode. Yeah. Like I said, people shit on rail on the on the fact that the early season start wasn't that great. I'll admit it wasn't the best, but I didn't mind it in the least. This season for me, as much as season four was so spectacular and dealt with emotions and high octane action, which we are going to start getting into into this latter half of the season. This season right. is very heavy. Honestly, some of the heaviest stories since I would say what season one, maybe. Like right. in terms of like just storytelling, storytelling, fantastic storytelling, layering. They're they're putting different layers on different characters, tying in different facets to different like strings of 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 uh, of existence with the characters. It's really, really, really good. Like this, the storytelling is the the key thing to take out of this season five of my hero, and it's really some of the best storytelling that the show has done. It's not high on the high octane action. It's not like holy shit. It's not you know, it's just it's good, like good action, good like you know things. But the storytelling is where it's at. The layers, the depth, the intensity of the story is really what you guys sh- I think should appreciate because again, fantastic storytelling. All right, can we talk about Aizawa for a second? Sure. <laughs> the, the whole, like, crying. It, it reminded me of Mustang. You know, I was raining all right. I know, it wasn't not as impactful, but the fact that we actually get to see that side of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like that, I, I, I thought, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was well done. Yeah, that was, you know. AC is friendship. With yeah, it was. It was very raw. Yeah, you see the, the present Mike. Present Mike isn't just the annoying character or the loud character. Yeah. He's got feelings too. Again, like you take they took two characters and they're taking a lot of characters and they're giving them more depth. And that's fantastic. The more characters you can get depth, the more you can invest in the characters, the more you invest in characters, the, the more uh the more the action that you see with those characters makes you feel. And that's always exactly 
everything. So, yeah, that story was really well done. Um, they did what they, they got, what they could out of him. They were interrogating their 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 friend, and then he kind of shut off again. But you know, just the principle of of how horrendous they are to be fucking like fucking around with dead bodies and making them no moves and shit. Like that's crazy. Right. That's it's crazy. So yeah. And what do you think? By the way, the, the uh, Marte. Shout out to Marte, even though he won't listen to this because he's a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> anyway. She posted in our group about the whole controversy involving the fact that uh, the anime censored what uh, what really happened with the Shigaraki scene at the end. For those who don't know what we're talking about, at the end of the episode, um, they find out that um, at the hospital, and it was the hospital where they took their friend after he passed away. But there's an evil doctor there, and he's fucking around with people, like live, dead. He fucks around with them, tries to like tries to to, to change them, like and and I believe he's doing it at the direction of All for One. Um, but they show a scene where uh, Shigaraki is being fucking like. He's supposed to be being turned inside out, and you see him being like electrocuted, and he's in excruciating agony, just ah, just right. fucking electric. But if you look at the manga, the manga shows him all like bloody and fucking fucked up. Like you ever see the when you see the muscular like the the muscular charts when you're at right. the doctor's office, and that, that's what the fuck he's supposed to look like, all bloody and fucked up and shit, because he's being turned inside out. Um, but because of the fact that it's directed more towards children, they 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 censored it. So. I wish they didn't censor, but at the same time, it's like I get it type of thing. Don't want to scare the kids. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I I like the the when they do parental advisories because you don't get that too often. I've only seen that maybe what three times I think yeah. in MA. I saw the very first one I saw was, um, fuck, which one was it? Um, oh, it was uh, Sorta Online, season three of Sorta Online, um, Alization, where they showed the race. Right. And they gave a parental advisory for that. And then the second one that I remember seeing was in um, in uh, Wandering Witch, where they showed the, the child murder. Yeah, they did that. And they showed yeah. the warning in the uh, Vanitas last and, couple episodes. Yeah, you mentioned that. It, I think you mentioned that it came with a, with a warning. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it just says with the, the kids, yeah. getting, kids getting killed. Yeah, and there might be a third one that I've seen, and I'm not recalling it off the top of my head. I mean, granted, I watch a lot of heavy anime, you know, so right. but even then, they don't really have warnings. I guess it's kind of, it's kind of the 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 quid pro pro in that instance of of like this is what you expect, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna find out what happens when we do the whole My Villain Academia next. My Villain Academia, the most one of the most talked about arcs, one of the most anticipated arcs in the entire series. Um, it's now upon us. So yeah, that's I'm pretty sure that's gonna take up uh what four at least four episodes out of the five. So is there only five left? Yeah, we got 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Yeah, five left. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're coming. There's no the way that arc. That. There's no way that arc lasts only five episodes. An arc should last way longer than that, right? Uh, I mean, hopefully. I guess depending if you have a twelve. I mean, if you have a twelve anime series, then I guess you know in a way. Like it gets broken down into multiple. Uh, actually, I was saying I, I was gonna look it up, see how long that actually lasts. How many chapters? Uh, yeah, how many chapters? Uh, it's like um, twenty-two chapters. Can you do twenty-two chapters in five? I guess you can. Uh, I guess. I mean, I mean, yeah. Um, no, uh, never. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on what they do. I'm very curious to see what happens because you know, obviously, manga manga readers. And light novel readers as well, they always shit on when animes rush through shit. And I understand that. And you can tell when certain things feel rushed because there's yeah. layers that you feel that are missing. Or so just very, changed completely. Or just or, changed completely. Yeah, <laughs> or, or altered completely. So I'm very curious, once this is all said and done, what the what the hardcore manga readers are going to say about the anime that watch it and see what they feel. So that's a, something we should follow up on, perhaps. But yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we'll we'll find out uh, when it happens. Uh, but yeah, indeed. definitely definitely gonna be a lot of fun stuff for that one. Indeed, indeed. Alrighty, uh, two year eternity. Two year eternity. Or did you want to do Revengers? Because you were more affected by eternity than I was. Um. Well, we can do eternity. <laughs> do eternity. Motherfucker yeah, we'll, die. But yeah, people died. A uh, lot. Fuckers died. A lot of anyway. Uh, Tanari got back to the island, went to go say Fushi. He's like, Oh, yeah, uh, I did this play. I did this already. I already skates as the mole rat type of thing. I didn't need you, but uh, while you're here, get out of here. Yeah, and then you find out Tanari's friends also came. <laughs> you find out later on, but yeah, what happens before that also is that they have that nice, um, they have a, a real a heart to heart. Tanari and Fushi have a yeah. heart to heart. The cave. They were they're trying to leave, but they can't leave because there's a big storm coming, and they don't want to die out at sea. So they they take shelter in a cave next to the the pier, and so they have a heart to heart um about you know their families and about you know their parents yeah. being the devil. But and then, then uh and then Hayase found out that he escaped and yeah I mean he was not happy. Yeah, I mean I was leading to like you know the fact that we get to see that Tonari gets to confirm her feelings more for yeah for... a little bit yeah like she has she has a heart kind of yeah she wants some some fushi chimpo. Oh uh, well, that she has to join Hayase's group because that's her. Yeah, she has to get behind Hayase. <laughs> yeah, move. That's why. So that's why she kills. Like move it, bitch. Oh shit! But yeah. That was some fun stuff there, and again we find out like uh, Shin. Uroi, Mia, Opa, Upa, Opai. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> like, hell yeah, uh, we left too. Uh, Grant... Bro, she's like a 10-year-old girl, and you call her fucking Opai. Uh, have you seen Dragon's Face? Bro, she's the size of one Opai herself. Have you seen Dragon's Face? Jesus Christ. Bro. There's a little Hollywood giant. Oh my god, Matthew's on a giant tit fucking binge today, it seems. I'm not a fan of them either. <laughs> Yo, you sound you know you sound like you sound like Ikatero when you're like chimpo? Chi chi That's what you sound like right now laughing at that. I don't where it's at. God damn it. That's what the fuck he sounds like. <laughs> anyway, anyway, before this fucker, I'm laughing at me. What did she? Oh shit! Uh, they're, gonna, they're like, hey, we're here. We're gonna help help you escape. And like, oh wait, here comes the dang old knockers coming. The knockers, the another name for Opie. The knockers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the doctors are back and they're underground. They adapted <laughs> underground. And then uh, Fushi starts fighting them on his own, ripping out the cores of all these. No, it's you, not only you know, underground, but they're taking over dead yeah, bodies. Yeah, yeah, they go into the... the body pit and they're they're basically taking, instead of taking over objects, um, now yeah. they're taking over fucking dead bodies. And that is crazy, and then it gets even crazier as as Tonari and Fushi are fighting. They're getting overwhelmed. We see Tonari's friends come over, um, and they save them momentarily. And as they're kind of trying to come up with a form, like trying to formulate a plan, we see Upa get fucking taken over. She's still alive. She gets taken over by the knockers. She dies, and then yeah. who's the the taller redhead? Ah, uh, Mia. 
Yeah, Mia, Mia comes and then Opie stabs her with the spear. Yeah, and that's fucking nuts. And then everyone's like, "Holy fuck! What the fuck are we gonna do? What the fuck are we gonna do?" So then, uh, and then Fushi, Fushi asks, asks, "I'm yeah. gonna kill her." No, so Fushi asks, um, the fucking the the god, the black uh, black guy, right? Yeah, um, the creator. Black guy. Creator, yeah. So he asked creator, like, yo, can we go? Like, okay, you're going to go, like, three minutes. To the, you're going to go six minutes, like, to the left, and you'll be oh, safe no, for no, three. That, that, that's oh, before. Yeah. That, no, he says that uh, after. He yeah, after she's yeah. And then after, um, what's it called? After, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she, no, she killer. No, incorrect. Incorrect. I'm telling you what happened. So Mia, so Mia gets stabbed, and she's like, oh, my yeah. God, what are we going to do? Like, where can we go that's safe? And he goes, go six, go six minutes. You'll be safe for three. So they get there, and they're trying to save her. They, they beg Fushi, like, make her something to save her. Make her something. He's like, I can't just make anything. And that yeah. was a sad reality for them. Um, and then uh, Mia very, very kindly said, you know, it's not Upa's fault, you know, whatever. And so, and she recognizes that she's dead, and she recognizes that that Upa's dead, and so the knockers. And then Upa, up, and then Upa shows up. <laughs> and Upa shows up, and then uh, Fushi tries to kill him, and he's like, "I can't," and he loses the paraniform. Um, and then, uh, what's it called? Everybody gets fucked up. Um, one of the uh, who's the the big guy? Uroy. 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 That's right. Uroy. Yeah. Um, he ends up fucking getting um. Taking a knocker, a, lot, a knocker in him himself and like a savage. It was in his arm. He fucking cuts his arm off and he's like, yeah. no. And then fucking he tries to save them. He's like, guys, run away. I got this. I got this. So he buys them time for the escape. Bushi, um, Tonari, and then the one little black kid. Um, <clears throat> he buys them time to escape. And then um, also the owl, Tonari's owl. I forget his name now, too. I forgot. Um, yeah, Tonari's owl. He basically tells Fushi, Fushi, turn into the mole rat. Fushi turns into the mole rat. He yeets him into the sky, and Tonari's owl fucking scoops him up and saves him as yeah. the mole rat is crying at the fact, like, no! And, and Uroi sacrifices himself, and he gets the knocker. And, 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 and he knows he's dead. <laughs> and he knows he's dead, and then the final scene of that is a scene that the three the three friends go off into the into the distance, the same way like we saw um, uh, Gugu and... Um, basically head off into the distance into the afterlife and that that was a really really powerful moment when you see that a, another reality of fucking of death upon uh upon uh Fushi. yep so he has to learn how to use his abilities better quick because again the knockers are death in every single time mm-hmm mm-hmm and he could have escaped. That's the crazy part is he could have escaped. And he's like, no, I got to save the townspeople. It's the right thing to do. And um, the, the crazy. As if they were just like stranded on the island. Yeah, you could have left. But... And, and, then leave, he... and, and leave Hayase to, to deal with them and die. Yeah, and it's very curious. Like, like, um, like he asked the creator, why aren't they attacking me? And the creator's like, I don't know. That was a very good question. And so maybe we'll find out. We only have two more episodes. Yeah. Next week is the penultimate. I love using that word. Penultimate ep finale of uh, as it as it pisses off everyone in the group. It's not my fault. They're not smart. Yeah, I'm calling yeah. you. They don't have a high IQ to understand. Fucking mm -hmm. Mario. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Anyway, let's get to the fight in Tokyo Revengers. What a fight it was! Ahala and uh, Toman, and it's yeah. just 
Draken's a beast. Let's let's just go with Draken's that. A beast. By the way, before we uh, speaking of Draken, did you see when we were talking about animation earlier? When you hope for animation from Record of Ragnarok, did you see that people were bitching about the animation on that episode of Tokyo Avengers? And when they specifically on Draken, they showed Draken and then um, Hanma too. Like that, they were animated. And I didn't. I talk. I talk about the fighter. Yeah, during the fight itself, they were animated like really blandly, and that people were bitching about how like shitty it is in comparison to the. I I, I really wasn't fully paid attention because I didn't care. I was I was, care. I was, I was, I was just best, I was I just captivated it. by the fight. I just didn't care. Yeah, it was damn good. Damn good. Where was oh yeah? Where was Bobji? That's one of the big questions. Is, like no he one... didn't show. Like he wasn't there at all. He's there. I think they I no, they think... showed him. They showed him in the um. They showed him when they showed like the, the you know how you see the Toman commanders and you see the Bahala commanders. He's there. I know, but I'm saying like after that, like yeah. Well, I mean, he's gonna probably, probably film, in this, like, in this next he, episode. He's probably gonna come up. I, I was imagine. like, you figure you were seeing him with Kazutara being up Mikey together. Well, I mean, he's gonna help Kazutora beat Toman, but the Kazutora's beef is with Mikey itself, so he's letting them settle for it out. That's, for something, and that's what, did. and that's what, I, yeah, yeah. And even though Kazutora was a bitch and fucking had two other guys, two other fighting guys with him to beat Mikey or try to beat Mikey, you know, everybody kind of stayed one on one. Like Hanma wanted fucking uh, Ryuji to himself, and yeah, I mean, it was also, of, also fucking Takemichi. He showed some balls this episode, bro. I know. He got his ass kicked with Chief. He was like, hey, you had to actually fight. So, And, and he lost was... his shit. And he lost his shit. Yeah, and this was uh, this is when Draken looked at everyone and told him, he was like, oh, shit, we're going to lose because we're basically – we only have half the crew that Valhalla has. And we're quitting, too. And the other guys are quitting. And fucking yeah. Takamichi is like, fucking, I'm going to kill you bastard. Even though he can't really hit anyone after that. He can't hit anybody, bro. He looks like a fucking like, special ed kid trying to fucking throw punches. That type of thing. And then <laughs> the dragon's like, hey, this guy's showing you off. You going to take that? Yeah. And, he's and they like, all got motivated. Yeah, and they all got motivated. And fucking Takamichi's like, fucking collapses. But Chifu fucking collects him. He's like, you did good. And he's like, what? And he's like, you lit a fire into everybody. He's like, I did? Yeah, good job. You're actually useful. Yeah, man. And then he started fighting. Yeah, and then let's get to Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, bro. So Mike, uh, he yeah. should have been dead. Like a normal person would have been dead twice. Oh yeah, big time. Especially twice. that hard in the temple. Yeah. So he gets for a red pipe. Uh, for he went joke. He went Joker on him. <laughs> yeah, bro. For those With, uh, Joker beating up Robin. For those who don't know. Uh, what's it called? Kazutora jumps on top because they're fighting in a uh, in a, a car junkyard. like a junkyard, right? So yeah. jumps on top of some cars. Um, uh, Mikey's able to follow him, and he's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And Kazutora is like, "Oh, um, he's like, listen, he's like, your balance is uneven. You can't use those kicks because everybody knows Mikey has savage kicks. Um, you can't use your kicks against me." And then two guys jump out, and you find out that these are two guys that were with uh, Kazutora and Juvie. And he's like, oh, these are two of the best fighters. And Mikey's like, oh, you're basically saying you're a bitch. You can't even fight me one on one, bro. But they fucking basically he's catch. Like, I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't need to. And he fucking they grab him and he fucking smacks the dog piss out of fucking Mikey with a pipe. And he they should have been dead. Everyone's like, Mikey, yeah, Mikey And he's fucking like white eyed, like, oh, shinde, do. And fucking, I was like, ah, ha, ha, we won. And then Mikey's like, fucking, like, oh, what the fuck? You well, mean? first is like, yeah, like, like, the, like, why, uh, what, uh, what was the question that was asked, like, of why, of when you kill someone, like, like, like they're your rival or something like that. Yeah, he's like, oh, do you? Am I really like? Do you really hate me or something? Or am I really your rival? And then we see a flashback of Kazutora, Mikey, and 
um, you know, the, their friendship and, and how Mikey stuck his neck out for him. And Mike, the reason why Kazutori was even out, like Mike, like uh, like Ken said in the last episode, like Kenshin said, is because of the fact that um, that Mikey said, like, no, that's my boy. Like, he didn't mean to. And he stuck up for him. That's why he got out in time instead of being in juvie till he was 18. He only served two years in juvie, which is crazy. Can you imagine, like, yeah. him? only serving two years i know we don't yeah we we get like at least 25 yeah what the fuck in america i mean and i think rightly so oh yeah we see that fight happen and then fucking uh what the fuck happened that that he said like my so basically something happened and i forget what it is now you can and mikey just fucking at the end of the episode is mikey it's like it's like is is that why you killed my brother yeah, it's, it's something happened. He's like, is that why you killed your brother? Like, my brother? And he goes fucking Super Saiyan. He takes out the two guys easily, and he's standing there, and like, yo, Mikey's about to kill this motherfucker. He goes Super Saiyan. And that's where the episode ends. And we'll get the conclusion on that, at that fight. Uh, it does look like there is going to be 24 episodes of Tokyo Revengers. 24? Did they update it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It says, uh, yeah, last air date will be September 19th. Oh, no, looks like looks like this arc will be the last one then. It hasn't been updated on Analyst yet. On my yeah, on uh, Analyst.co, it's still showing 19 plus, which means that it's not uh, defined. Yeah, I've, I say I'm looking at the my anime list right now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's says, yeah, but I'm I, again, I'm pretty sure that's probably gonna be the case anyway. Yeah, and then wait yeah. till um, Avengers ends manga wise. It's almost yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have imagined so. Yeah, they'll, they'll just do it from there. Because yeah. they, could, they could probably do three seasons of that. Yeah. Probably, but, uh, at least. I'd imagine so, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, how it's going, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what I just realized, dude? We, we were supposed to do the Tony Kawa over. Well, we we're gonna do, we could do that we're, next before we go to break. No, I was going to say, we do that last. Yeah, might as well. well yeah, we'll close well, out with well, that. We'll close out with it. All right, very good. Well, if uh, that's the case, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about... Um, stuff we're watching separately, so stay tuned. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Tadaima! Alrighty, uh, let's get to it. Uh, you go. Do your shit. Why you guys say it like that? Fuck. <laughs> Disrespect. Golly jeepers, Batman. Fuck. G Will- Golly G Willikers. All right. Jinkies. <laughs> Fucking Shut Velma's fine ass. That's not, that's not uh, <laughs> I would love to eat Velma's groceries. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Sukumichi, last couple episodes have been really good. Basically, we, um, we see uh, Makoto um, bring his alchemist friend over to make this uh, potion for the sick, uh, for the sick wife and sick children of uh, Rembrandt. And we find out that the that the children are actually legitimately sick, and that you know Rembrandt maybe not is isn't as bad of a guy as what they alluded to. Um, basically, they make the potion, and Makoto uses some. Um, some uh what's it called uh judo skills and he's able to subdue the like these 
fucking I guess you can call them zombie s type of people and basically Rembrandt who broke his who had his arm broken um when he tried to administer the medicine himself he's able to administer the medicine and they instantly become better he does it three times and Rembrandt's really happy and um as they're leaving the mansion he meets up with Mio and uh and Tomoe and basically they get jumped by 20 fucking by 20 um guild people and they beat their asses easily and they interrogate the leader and the leader is like he explains what why um he was part of like what happened with the um with the serum and <clears throat> mio basically robs him um of all his gold but they let him free and um that's that uh the end of the episode shows that uh, makoto feel, felt bad for what happened so he gave him a fucking brand new katana and tomoe took it as an opportunity to basically make him uh her spy um, and make basically be part of their crew. She she, uh, she gives him a bag of gold along with the katana. It's like, oh, this should help you out. And he goes, yeah, let's do that. Because he wants to basically save an orphanage because he wants to protect the orphanage. So he does have a legitimate, nice reason to be an adventurer, but he retires as part of it. And the episode concludes with Rembrandt, who we think is nice, being leery of Makoto and his uh, friends and his skills and his uh, trading acumen and saying like, oh, you know, we got to we might have to do something about that so that way we don't fall behind. He was very sinister about it, so there's probably more that'll happen. But for now, that's the end of the Rembrandt arc itself on Tsukamichi. Hilarious shit, like I said. So, again, if you're looking for an isekai with an OP character, that's pretty funny. That's where you want to go this season. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is getting really good. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say really good, but it's pretty good. We're now seeing basically the the the, the we see um Yuito Yuito struggles with um with his memory after after the the events of what happened um he now is a commander and he struggles with remembering um he goes to a hospital basically and the hospital um says like no you're good you're just overstressed and you're tired and it's causing psionic leakage in your brain which is affecting your memories and shit so you just need to rest and chill out so um they're in the hospital and they're planning to take a tour and um i forget the girl who um has basically x-ray vision but she has x-ray vision and she notices uh that nagi yuito's best friend is uh being led away in a van and they're going towards a, a city that was destroyed by the others and so they like quickly we must follow them and everybody's confused because the city was destroyed and there, there's supposed to be no like uh, there's nothing there right so then <clears throat> it's very curious that uh, that the osf or and the, the government um is still working there but of course they are they enter the hospital because they're inside the hospital of this broken down like city this abandoned city and they get attacked by another they take care of the other and as the intrusion's happening, Nagi uses that to, to get away from the scientists. I think he kills them all. And after they destroy the other, you see Nagi come out of the 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 the, the Sakura blooms um, of the other, and he comes out, and that's where the story ends. Which means he's probably going to fight them again, but they might fix him. I don't know. But either way, the story's getting pretty interesting. We also see. Uh, Kasane uh, get more information on her sister and and the others uh, from uh, Karen, uh, Karen, Captain Karen. And um, yeah, so they're going to probably delve more into that. So it's not it's not bad at all by any means. Uh, Standing on a Million Lives season two has been pretty well. Um, another good episode um, that deals with with self-reflection. And I love these episodes because now in season two, we're starting to realize that. Um, uh, oh, what the fuck is his name? Utah? What the fuck is this guy's name? I forget now. Uh, Yuzia, fuck. Let me look it up really quick. Uh, give me two seconds. Ichi, Ni, San, Yon, Go, Rok, Nana, Hach, Kyu, Ju, Ju, Ni, Ju, Ichi, Ju, Ni, Ju, San, Yotsia. Took me 14 seconds. Yotsia. Um, 
he goes through these self-reflections basically and he is starting to realize like yo i'm really a piece of shit but he has his reasons for being a piece of shit which you know the the, the reader or the, the watcher may or may not you know kind of understand like i don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with his reasoning but he is a young kid he's still in middle school i think i think he's like an eighth grade or ninth grade by this point but in any case he has these self-reflection points and they're really good um <clears throat> after uh battle basically they realize that um uh, well, first off, as they're going up the mountain, let me backtrack. As they're going up the mountain, they try to face the, the 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 fucking dragon. The dragon's OP as fuck, kills them. And as they're going up the mountain, they see that fucking there's a wizard. Or he's called a, a dragon summoner or something. And he summons, he's the one who summons the dragon. And they have like a little like battle or whatever. And he escapes. But as he escapes, they realize like, oh, there's a magic circle. So when they erase the magic circle, like the flow, the dragon who's basically sucking their life force, that flow slows down. So they realize like, oh, there's magic magic circles around that we have to destroy so there is a one of the last adventurers that's alive he um uses the uh he basically makes maps and he makes the map that he made excuse me the map he made of the island and using you know uh geometry is able to do a circumference of the island and, and pinpoint based off of they because they erased two they erased one and then they accidentally erased another one but they realized what it was so basically the locations of where they erased it they were able to draw circumferences and they went around the island and erasing all six of the uh all six of the the magic uh magic circles basically and then this stops the the life force draining and the dragon he operates on life force and so without any life force he's gonna die so he basically jumps back into the volcano because he can survive in the volcano and the volcano stops and and the cataclysm basically ends um we see one of the adventurers who sacrificed himself to save the boat that's full of women and children um he's remembered at the end as well and uh the final uh portion of that episode is interesting because uh yotia is back in, in in real life and he's in his i guess they're in summer break so he's in his home and he gets a message from the girl in white saying that you're going to meet your next person soon he gets a message from someone he doesn't know saying meet him somewhere so he meets him and he's like oh nice to meet you wait who are you and it's an american like it's a fucking like you know you know that when the japanese try to speak english and it just sounds like kind of awkward because the accent that's exactly that's exactly what happens so we're like huh and that's how it ended um what else am i uh slime slime is great slime finally this week finally slime had action it was fantastic and fucking the things you need to know, the fucking uh, team slime, OP as shit, fucking easily dominates the fucking uh, Clayman's forces, initial forces, easily dominates them. And then we get a battle between one of the three beast keepers, the snake be- beast keeper and um, the, the finger uh, for, for Clayman. And it's a very hot and forth, hot and forth battle. But uh, the finger gets an edge, basically. And right as he's about to kill the beast keeper, fucking uh, oh, goddamn. Oh, what's his name? Gabata. Fucking Gabata comes out of the shadows, uses fucking magic to dispel this fucking this thing, or it and saves him. Like it saves uh saves the beastkeeper. And it's crazy. Yo, Gabata's OP as fuck. And basically, ah, oh, I forget the guy's name. Ah, oh, it's gonna drive me nuts now. On oh, the commander, I forget his name now. Damn it! What the fuck is his name? I might get it for you guys. Give me two seconds. Ichini San. It failed. Oh, I'm terrible, bro. Benny Maru. It took about eight seconds. Benny Maru um, predicted like this would happen. So he basically sent um, Gabata and the shadow fucking the shadow wolves in, in her shadow. And they're there to protect her. And they take care of everybody else easily. And they make the battle basically one-on-one again. And he does the same thing for um, 
for for one of the other beastkeepers who's fighting two of the clowns um that that are you know part of claimant's evil forces and shit but either way the action is fantastic they got the drop on these motherfuckers they beat the shit out of them it's awesome shit so i'm looking forward to uh, the next episode because they're going to walpurgis officially um they're going into that other dimension um oh and one more thing as they do that uh basically rimuru took uh trainees like soul from the forest and gave her holy energy and put her inside of a doll and now she's a living thing instead of and she can leave the forest which is really cool and finally uh boruto boruto is pretty good it's a kind of a side episode so a lot of people and i made this thing um i might do an episode one day on boruto just to, for, to get this out there but you know when you think of all the other side characters in boruto you think of like you have the three main characters boruto sadara mitsuki and then you have Shik- uh, shikamaru's son shikadai who's uh the only chunin of the group and he's really cool but all the other characters are really lame and they're not that great so we get basically kind of a side story, but not really, because it pertains to the canon story. So basically, Shikamaru, uh, Inojin, who's the son of Ino, and uh, Chocho, who's the daughter of Choji, um, they basically, um, there's a, 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 in, a internal hack that happens, basically. Um, and uh, the Shinobi, who we know is Kashin Koji, uh, basically destroys... Uh, or not destroys, he basically steals um, information from an archive, and he's looking for old information. So as they, Chocho's like, ah, my intuition says he's around here, let's go find him. And they're like, alright. Chocho's intuition, is surprisingly, is really good. So they go, they manage to find Cash and Koji's hideout within the leaf, and they find some information. They see someone who they think is Koji, so they corner him, only to realize that it's Kakashi. And so fucking Kakashi's like, oh, you guys are pretty good, you guys want to team up? And they're like, all right. So they fall under Kakashi's command and they, they do everything. And um, they manage to, to find um, and corner Koji. But Koji gives them the slip. Uh, Koji, Koji uses a shadow clone uh, to give um, Shikadai the slip on the Thunder Train. Um, but this, because Shikadai tells Kakashi this, Kakashi is able to pinpoint where he'll be next, which is the other archive. Um, and he meets him at the archive. They have a brief fight. Um, but again, he's using a shadow clone. He's able to escape um uh he's able to escape the archive but the big news is at the end of this um two things one they mentioned they basically are starting to reveal who koji is um and so shikadai mentions like oh he was able to get past the um he was able to get past the the security system because he's a for, he's probably a former shinobi and he's looking for data on former shinobi so he's probably looking for data on himself so we don't find out who he is and so they, he tells kakashi that and that triggers like you know kakashi's mind and he mentions like oh man these kids are really good i like the way the future looks but the second piece which is the more important piece is uh koji goes back to the kara the, the kara hideout he meets amado there um he asks basically you know how jigen is and jigen's only at 10 percent. he's sleeping and he's only at 10 percent chakra he's only regained 10 percent of his chakra since that fight between naruto and sasuke where he almost died um <clears throat> and we find out he asks where the other inners are and all the other inners are not in the hideout and we find out basically that amado and kash and koji are the fucking the defectionists and they want to kill uh jigen for their own personal goal and so we, we're gonna see that fight probably next week which will be really 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 good um another great episode of board so when it came to storytelling um a nice episode with the side characters probably their most influential one since it has to do with canon um but it's still meh i guess because of the fact that choji and uh chocho and Ninojin are meh so um yeah i think that wraps up my uh reviews for my five all right um nighthead 2041 uh, we we got we find out more info about Shoko Futami, which was the little girl that just pops in and out like 
Like she lost her physical body. Like she's just this that trans that transcended her actual being. Mm. So we get to find out a little bit more about her. And um, you know how last week I was talking about with uh, the the kid and the mom that got kidnapped by the by the bit police, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the mother was friends with this girl that like years ago that like oh yeah here's all this uh, I'm gonna send this to you in the future so keep an eye out for it type of thing. And uh, she actually got that and all that. And apparently the um, Kiriyahara brothers are going to play a role in this, according to this uh, transcended B in Futami. So uh, it's getting interesting. Uh, the Takuya, the brother, he's okay. They're, they're, he's alive. They're fine. I thought a little scared when he got shot. <laughs> so yeah, the Kuroki brothers and the Kiriyahara brothers are going to meet once again soon. And uh, we're going to find out more about the Futami girl. As this goes on, it's just an okay episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunny Boy. Uh, th- oh my God, the, the the teacher that I said mentioned that I mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. What a fucking bitch! Mm. <laughs> she was manipulating like one of these like these students. So like of uh, saying, uh, first uh, she goes to uh, Asakaze, who like has his own ability. She's like, oh yeah, like you're probably the best one here. Like uh, let this follow my lead, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these kids gang up on Nagara, and they think it's his fault all this happened. Mm-hmm. Like like like, hey, your power is escape like right away. So you probably use that to get us to send us here. And he's like, no, that's not true. That type of thing. Like, like I didn't do it. And then you find out like he did actually like teleport. Like somewhere else, he went back to the beach where they were in the second episode, mm. and then uh, eventually got found by uh, uh, Rajhani, uh, Mizuho, Zomi. It's like, no, you didn't send us anywhere. You created an image from what you saw. Like, it's like so, this was this wasn't you type of thing. Like, uh, Rajhani is just really smart in this, <laughs> mm-hmm. And like like he's just figured everything out way way so, so quick and it's like I like him as a character, but um, what you call it? But now because of this, there's gonna be a lot of tension with when they go back to the school because the teachers and the students want to kill him now basically. Mm-hmm. This definitely picked up. Uh, still not great. Uh, but it's more I am now intrigued to see what happens next. Actually, <laughs> mm. so this kind of got up the ladder above my head now. <laughs> Just by a hair. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to. I, I, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the next episode. Uh, hopefully, they actually keep up this momentum. And who knows? Maybe I'll actually like it a lot. Ooh, wow. Fingers crossed. It saved itself. Always saving itself. It saved itself at the very. One was on thin ice. Uh, now, my next life is a villainous. I'll. Roots lead to Doom X. So uh, we go to they go to the medical school. You see uh, Dimitri exhausted, and uh, she sees what was that guy's name? The the butler, the one that was uh that gave Bakarina the hickey. Sora, oh. Sora. Okay. So uh, so Gerardo, Alan, and uh, what you call it? Keith does all look like. So that's the guy that uh pinned that pinned our love down to bite her neck. Hey. So they were gonna kill it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually, they all uh, you see the you see the higher up uh, for the detective of magic. I believe her name is uh, Susanna. Mm-hmm. 
and actually no, sorry, it's not Susanna. I don't have her name. Uh, Susanna is the uh, fiance or wife of Jeffrey, who's not in this. So, <laughs> mm. got my names mixed up. But anyway, there's this doll that sent all of them into different dreams in this house. This this doll did this, mm-hmm. so you get so you so you basically get to see all their fantasies, um, like with Keith, everyone's all gender bent. Like the guys are girls, the girls are guys now. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Mary is just a guy on a, in, in her dream. She's just a guy. They, like, ha! I got, I got, I got Katarina. Fuck all of you. This is mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you see Maria, like all JoJo jacked up with the muscular, and she does this just because she wants to help make her sweets faster, like flatten, like flatten the dough and all that. Like, this mm-hmm. is a great way. I can I can make it more sweet this way, and that's where you see the May. Like I'll go back to that dream later. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was that picture. Uh, but eventually, um, uh, the Bacarina snaps out of it. Uh, also, her dream is basically just being lazy, <laughs> laying in bed, not dressed like a princess, uh, reading reading romance novels and playing video games. That's her mm-hmm. dream. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. her mom won't, her mom won't allow her. But anyway, we got that. They eventually go back to the non-dream, back to normal. They got the doll, confiscated it, and that was it. Uh, I uh, the my, my main complaint is where the hell the plot's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, like first it was um, Ian probably can't uh, had a Bakarita kidnapped so his brother could step down from the throne. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing came from that after that. Uh, with uh, Sora being arrested, what did Sora tell the the police to not really be in jail <laughs> and stuff like that? But and then now uh, they're trapped in the book. Um, is it going to lead to Bakugan actually picking someone, or are we, are we going to go back to Ian? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Anyway, the episode it was funny, but I want I, I want some actual plot now since we're like five episodes away of finishing up. And now finally, the case study Vanitas. This was oh god, I would ship all four of them together. Oh Vanitas, no, Janine, and Domi. I would one, ship them all together. The one, the sexual tension. One big poly relationship. Yes, exactly. The, the the again the sexual tension was strong in this mm. episode. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, I was waiting for someone to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all four of them are 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 eating are at a, at a at a restaurant type of thing, eating something. Noah's happy because he has his favorite tart there. He's like fangirling over it. Just protect No. He's he's a sweet boy. <laughs> Just hug him. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Lucius, the master of Janine's, like, what did you guys do? Like, oh, uh, oh yeah, we're in love now because she bit me, <laughs> type of thing. Like he, like he was, like Vanius was teasing Lucius, and Janine's like, oh yeah, like we're in love. The the bite, the the bite mark proves it, type of thing. We share DNA. It's real. Yeah, no, like because that was uh-huh. if you watched her suck his blood, kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. But anyway, glad to know you got a little uh, chub there. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, Janine ah. just Janine grabs him and they she like I'm gonna get rid of him real quick. So she they jump out the window and she's like, "Hey, why'd you lie about why I sucked your blood and all that?" I was like, 
I'm not going to have anyone worry. I know my intentions. And is that okay? Like, I'll, I'll keep your secret, but there's two conditions. One, you can only suck my blood because hey. he loved it and it was hot, he said. Hey. Like, he said he felt so much pleasure then. <laughs> hey. As I get, and you liked it too because you were going in town because her condition is uh, like she, like she, she takes stuff to supplement her craving the blood. Mm-hmm. And there was these moments like with the curse the, that she lost control. Mm. So he's basically like, when you lose control, just suck my blood. Suck it, baby. Suck exactly. It. And then the second condition pero, is, pero. Uh, is a That's basically. How you say suck. That, that but uh, <laughs> basically, the second condition is call me by my name from now on instead of just like random insults. Mm-hmm. And she does. She says Vanitas and then sucks his blood again in the in the alleyway. And then mm-hmm. no. Actually, like, watch him from afar. It's like, because with Venetius's blood is like apparently like really, really good, like really sweet. Hey. So, so Noah's like, I really wanted it, but I didn't know how to have, what to say. But Janine beat me to it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Domi finds him, and then he uh, sucks her. Well, at first, he sucks his blood on his neck, and then he bites her wrist to suck her blood at the same time. And then you just hear her moaning. <sighs> I'm just like, nice. <laughs> And Matthew's chin chin went whoop. Exactly. Oh man. Matthew Matt, and chin chin, doki doki. <laughs> I mean, it's it it's fucking spicy. Uh, anyway, and then uh, you see them at a ball dance. Uh, uh, Domi asks uh, Janine to dance with her. It's like, but I can't because I'm a servant. That they'll ruin your face. Like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they dance while uh, No and Venus dance and. Mm-hmm. No, ask Vanitas, does he know what love is? And then Vanitas starts laughing. Why do love? And he's like, no, like, no, like, I, like, yeah, I love her, but like, does she love me? He's like, no, I'm, I prefer that way. Like, why? Because it's more fun that way. If I loved her, then what's the point? <laughs> that type of thing. I mean, like, like, if she loved me too, then the, the frill is gone. Basically, yeah. Uh-huh. So we, we, we got stuff like that and we're getting ready for the next arc of the thing and I I can't wait. Uh I, I get aside from that, it's just really good. This the series is great as a whole and I mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be this good. Hell, it's winning a lot of like top polls mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Uh, anime trending. It got first in anime for the week, guy, girl, um the maybe couple, we don't know. We'll find out. It might take the whole all four in one week. <laughs> we will see. Mm. But uh, I believe that that does it for me because normally we have Kageki Shoujo, but we got that together. So. Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. I watched Kageki Shoujo. Hooray! And we're going to talk about it right after this commercial break. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, we're back, folks. Okarina Sai Senpai. All right, uh, as he said before we went to commercial, we're going to talk about Kagege Shoujo's Together. I yes. finally convinced him to to binge it. I did in it time. I did and what, he three did days. It. Three days. I watched two About, episodes yeah. the first day. I watched one episode yesterday, and I watched the other four today before we got on and started recording. All right. Uh, before we talk about the episode, what are your thoughts on the rest as a whole? 
on the, the the show as a whole? The show as a whole before we get to the episode. Yeah. Um. So you know what? At the beginning, I didn't like it because I hate right. things with catty bitches. Like I don't want to watch fucking shit with catty bitches. Like fuck that. Like eh. But you know, as the episode, as you mentioned, when we first started watching it, like you said, around episode three is when it picks up. Indeed, that's true. Um. At first, I thought Sarasa, who's our main character, was annoying as shit too. She reminded oh, yeah. me a lot of Asta, but this, except not as bad. But not screechy. Not screechy, just annoying. But literally, starting from episode two, it didn't take me long for me to warm up to her. I love Sarasa now. She's so like sweet and cute. Um, I annoyed me because of how much of a cunt she was, but we f- find out why in episode two. I think it was that she find out why she's a cunt or three. Um, and it makes total sense, basically, as Matthews already said before, um, she, her stepfather basically forced himself on her and, um, it's a sad situation. So we understand yeah, she hates, she hates <laughs> and why she hates men. Um, but as we've mentioned, or as Matthew has mentioned, uh, now I is starting to, um, as the episodes go on, I is starting to open herself up more. She's accepted Cyrus as a friend. Um, she's starting to open herself up to, to her and to the other girls that are there. They're in the project. They do the Romeo and Juliet project. They do. Um, and she also tries, even though she's not really great, she tries to talk to the other, the other girls and she tries when she tries with Yamada um during episode five which is the the most emotional episode I would say for sure um involving the bulimia series um and so um yeah dude for sure episode five with, with, with the bulimia episode was definitely the um the most emotional I would say um uh what else I, I definitely I would say I shed a tear toward the end when uh she, when the, she did the the solo oh, I was a beautiful yeah. Beautiful song, definitely shed a tear there. Only tear I've shed though thus far was that. Um, the the fucking fan in episode three and two and the three and four was creepy. Fuck that, didn't like him. Although he, you know, obviously he saved the day at the end. I get, I get. It was just more of it was just he went about it the wrong way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I get it. So he was all right at the end. Um, and then this last episode that we're gonna talk about. Um, yeah, we picked weird. up where. They yeah. said he explains why she's not going to be a star. I was like, oh, yeah, you did great, but yeah. you were someone else. You weren't yourself. That's the problem. Yeah, and that makes total sense. At first, I was like, wow, that was kind of rude by uh, Ando Sensei. But no, no, but, but after hearing that, it's like, yeah. I completely agree. <laughs> oh, a couple things about involving the senseis. Fuck the music teacher. Or not the music teacher, I'm sorry. The, um, uh, dance, the dance teacher. teacher. Fuck the dance teacher. Music teacher is amazing. He's the, the second best teacher. He might be the first best the best teacher next I, to I fucking, like the uh, acting teacher. Next to Taichi Sensei. Um. Yeah, Ando Sensei isn't terrible. He's third to I, me. That's the thing. He to me he, he goes. He, 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 he wants him to do well. Music teacher one. Um. Tai Chi Sensei two. Ando Sensei three. And then fucking all the way in one thousandth place is fucking the 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 dance teacher. Fuck that cunt. Um. And also, I hate I Senpai. I hate that bitch. I want that bitch to get hit by Truck Coon so bad. Truck Coon needs to send her ass to a fucking Isekai World. Fuck that hoe. I hate that bitch. I fucking hate her. Are really you talking about the main girl? Do you think of the main girl I or I sensei, the, the second year, the blonde one, the conniving cunt. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at the, the the blonde girl, the sensei, not sensei, senpai. My bad, senpai, senpai, senpai. senpai. Uh, Karo or Hoshino? No, Karo's the um, Karo's the girl who's the supposed to be the um, what's it called? Is supposed to be the um, the third generation. So I and she had a stick in her ass, but we understood why she had a stick in her ass, and she understood and she apologized, which was cool. Um, the other girl. Hoshino is um isn't she, she's the uh the the class rep she's kind of a bitch but she's all right no I'm talking about the the second year the vice chairman the no I don't think so no it might be yeah but like she's I senpai you know the girl who's with I and she's like conniving and shit she's the girl remember the girl who took the picture of fucking uh Sarasa and uh and um and creepy creepy guy. I can't believe you're I, I I know I know who you're talking about. I'm trying to figure out her name. Fuck her name. She's a cunt. I don't give a fuck about her. Anyway. Fuck her. That's, that's my uh All that's right. My... Uh I guess it's uh Hijiri or something. Might be yeah, Hiji- it might be Hijiri. Yeah, because I'm looking at the yeah, 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 there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, two yeah, blondes. Yeah, yeah Hijiri yeah, and Karo. She's short, so. she's short hair, right? Short hair? Uh up front, but it's more straight. Hers is more straight. It's straight but short. It's like Yeah, so Hijiri. Said Jerry, yeah, fuck that bitch. I hate that bitch. She needs to get hit by truck coon. Um. Anyway, to answer your question, long story short, <laughs> to answer your question, um, I give it a three and a half out of uh three. Right now, I give it a three and a half. I would say. Yeah. I would say a three and a half. But it's closer to three to me than four. If I'm being honest, like that half no, is I, like. No, I get it. Um, it's at least a three at most, three and a half right now. Um, I don't know if it's got the potential. We'll see. It's got five more episodes. We'll see what emotional aspects we get from it. Um, I didn't really feel much emotional aspects. Well, we, get, well, we got six. This is a Thursday episode. Ah, that's right. So we're halfway done. Hmm. So we'll see. I don't yeah, know but, if we... Uh, we got we got a nice uh, Sarasa background story with her childhood yeah. with uh, Akia. I think is was that the guy? It's her boyfriend. Which, by yeah, the way, like, at the end, they shake like. hands. That's so weird. Like, there wasn't a hug. There wasn't a kiss on the cheek. There wasn't a kiss on the lips. They shook hands. Like, what What kind of couple shakes hands? Oh, well, hand-holding is lewd, so... Itchy, right? What? what? Yeah, like, like, censored. You gotta you got censor that shit. And you don't have to have Vanita's fucking, you know... You don't have to have Vanita's blood-sucking... <gasps> you no, know, no, no, you do. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like I from fucking episode three, <laughs> dude. No, <laughs> you not cool, man. Not cool, man. 
Stop it. <laughs> やめて。Don't step daddy. Don't step daddy. You don't know Oh my god, you piece of shit. You piece of shit. I know, I know. Anyway, we got a nice background for Sarasa and Akia about the. They're like, oh yeah, why are you? Like, don't do this. You're not allowed here again. You can't dance here. What was that place called? Um, it was the um Kabuki. Basically, it's like a Kabuki, a Kabuki school. Okay. Um, I mean, you're skipping a lot. I mean, they not not a lot, but basically. I was say like I got recovered that yeah she's not gonna be a star because she's not being herself, and then she got bummed out about it. Yeah, but then and, and um, they go back to her childhood. And go back to her childhood, and we find out why. At first, I thought it was the grandma that said that. I was like, "Wow, the grandma's a bitch." But then I just realized it was another old fucking, an old, another old woman that basically shit on her because of the fact that she was a woman. It's I, it's just so odd to me, women shitting on women, even though a woman can get ahead. Because it's, it's, like, it's just more, it's just more that one understands culture. It's like I never got it, but now you're trying to think it's gonna be, it's okay now. No, it's still now. So fuck you. Yeah, and that basically broke. Sarasa. And then we find out, I think she mentioned that in episode five it was or four. It was episode four or five, and they asked her um about, you know, I don't know was which one was the Juliet episode? It might have been three. The, three or four. The 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 last one? It was three or four, I think. No, I, I, I no, don't the one, where, the one where they ask her, like, oh, you sure you haven't seen anything? And she's like, Oh, there was a time when I wanted to be uh sent whatever the 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 character is, send send something, send we'll say send uh, go. Oh, whatever they went to the play. So I yeah, think they went to the play. It was like so five. Five. Okay, so this is the yeah, that was the beginning before we see the vomit. Anyway, um yeah, so they asked her, and you know, this is the episode where they elaborate on why she wanted to be that and why she stopped wanting to be that. Um and it was, you know. It was interesting for what it was. Um, they basically it was a story of Sarah's childhood, and it was also a story of um, of uh, Akia. Um, it was Akia's childhood as well. Yeah, how he grew up basically in Sarah's shadow, and how it, it took you know he had to find himself in order to to break out of that shadow and become his own man, um, while still admiring uh, Sarah for being. Yeah, and know, basically, 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 the grandmother said the only way he could get out of her shadow was to get rid of her. Yeah, and he never really has, which is you know very. I commend him for that. Um, like I said, I really wanted to see more romance, a hug, a kiss on the cheek, something like that to show like affection. It was a handshake. But thank you so much. Thank you so much. You take care. I'll see you soon. Yes, I'll see you soon. Yeah. Goodbye. Like what? Like eh? You know, I don't know. And then I, I guess maybe because I'm spoiled because of the fact that on episode five, since I binged it, I'm everything's kind of fresh. On episode five, where we see Yamada speak to her sister, and there's like a real beautiful sisterly. Oh look. yeah. Um, um, how you know? I kind of expect all the characters to kind of have that, and you kind of get yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's why I was that was that's what I was expecting too, because we had Narada overcome her fear of men, basically in a sense. Yeah, and then also and she then Gamma different... does believe it, sort, and now Sarasa trying to find her identity. Yeah, but you know, I was kind of expecting like a very nice, wholesome moment between them, and we got a nice moment in terms of like motivation, but it wasn't very sweet, and it, it lacked on the sweetness for me. Like, yeah. it, this is your boyfriend the, that you the bad the bad aftertaste. Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, eh, I don't know. Um, it was we'll all right. Out, we'll we'll find out what hard. happens. Uh, again, that was an okay episode compared to the last one, but yeah, again, but again, I didn't blame the teacher at all for saying what he said because it's correct. It's like when I, it's very yeah, because yeah, because when I did uh, theater in in uh, college, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's I, another thing. I heard that. 
speaking of this, uh, when you asked me what I thought about it, it's ironic, right? Because at first, like, I was like, oh, it's about theater. And one of the reasons why I said okay in the first place is because my cousins do theater. My cousin still does theater to sometimes yeah. to a certain extent. Um, so I've been around theater. I enjoy theater. Every time I go to New York, I must go see a Broadway show. Most oh, of the yeah. time, off I agree. Broadway. But I, every time I go to New York, I must go see a Broadway show. Um, the last one I saw was um, oh god damn it, which one was it? Um. Uh, motherfucker, it's gonna bother me. Um, My last one was Book of Mormon. <laughs> it was a pink one. I can run downstairs and look at the damn. Uh... You can show me later. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the I I seen one in Florida here in here in Florida. I saw Lion King here. That was the last okay, one I yeah, saw. Yeah, Lion King I seen. Yeah. My favorite one, by the way, is the play that went wrong. I fucking love that play. That that theater. Uh, it's a comedy. My, my, I still love fan the opera, so <laughs> I haven't seen it. I want to see it so bad. Haven't been able to see it. Ah, so good. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, long story short, um, it was a good episode. Like the series is good. Um, we'll see as as it goes along because now you know we're gonna see Sarasa with renewed strength. Um, also, I'm very curious, and I hope they expound on this. The twins, you notice the girl, the second twin that was in Sarasa's group. She right. could have had the opportunity to play Juliet, and she chose not to. She chose to be the background character. Meanwhile, her sister decided to play Juliet. And, Probably and, the confidence issue. Yeah, and I'm I'm so I'm I think that's the if they're gonna go into stories, I think that'll be the next story that they delve into because they've started delving. Just into, focus on the twins, yeah. On the twins, they they focused on I, they focused on uh, Yamada, they focused on Sardasa. Um, we got a little bit from um, what's her face, uh, Karu. Yeah, we got a little bit of Karu because of the pressure that she feels as a third gen. Um, we got a little bit from uh, the other uh, senpai, uh, Sa- uh, Sarasa senpai. Um, we got a little bit from her. Um, and so I think the next person that they're going to delve into is going to be the twins. I think I the so. last person that they may delve into is the cunt that I hate. Um, Hirika. Did I say that? Hikiri? Hikiri, yeah. I think that'll be the last person that they delve into because something will probably happen and shit'll hit the fan. I think that's kind of where I think that series may lead into where some shit's gonna happen with her and someone's gonna confront her and some major shit's gonna go down. Um that would be fucking and you know, I'm very curious because of the fact also this can kind of this can really blow up in a in a good and negative way from the aspect of these girls because they're you know they're on they're living this lifestyle and something that the the, the cunt music teacher said not music teacher i'm sorry the dance, dance teacher, teacher dance teacher said is that these um these girls are very sensitive and they're going to deal with bullying and they're going to deal with a lot of shit and so they got to have yeah, backbone they can't, handle it, they can't handle it now they're not going to handle it when they're actually big <laughs> which i understand she went about it horribly and she felt a little bit bad afterwards because she's like we got to get to stop throwing up but i digress the reason why i say that it might blow up is they have a, an opportunity to show the realities of stress especially with what happens in japan especially with what happens with japanese learning where they're constant they're very stringent very dedicated very yeah. very disciplined very hardworking, and it, a lot of people get stressed and sometimes fucking leads to suicide and so i, I kind of I, I shouldn't say that i want to see that because that sounds really fucked up but i kind of want to see something like something that big to happen to get like to something to get yeah exposed yeah i want like one of the girls not i don't i should say i want it but like you know it wouldn't shock me it would be one of the girls loses her shit and like fucking tries to kill herself and like 
Sarza or I, that would be, for example, I, like no bigger opportunity for I to connect with a human than talking a girl off of the ledge. Like that would be a yeah. good character. Um, so there's possibilities for this. I don't know how deep they're going to go. I don't, you know, they already went pretty deep with the whole bulimia. So there's a shot. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, there's potential. All right. Very good. Uh, moving on. Um, remake our life. Do you, do you see, have you seen the show? There you go. Move on. <laughs> yeah, this week was a um, this recap. week was a, a recap episode, so you didn't miss much. It was just a recap. Um, there wasn't even according to Matthew, there wasn't even anything like any thirty seconds or a minute of what's going to happen in the yep. next episode. No, yeah, there was there was no new fo- footage. I was fast forwarded. There was reintroduced yeah. the characters, yeah. and that was it. Moving on. Um, Duke of Death. Um, very nice episode. Uh, a very simple episode. It was. Um, basically the, uh, what's it called? Uh, Alice and Bochan, um, they have an off day. They're not really getting anywhere with the curse. This is right after their, yeah, then, um, which, oh yeah. The first day, uh, Alice makes stuff for, yeah, the curse. So, yeah. Alice basically goes into town and she finds a, a witch's cauldron and was like, oh, let's, you know, see what I can make. And it came with a, like a, a curse book or a cure book, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. so her and Bochan, they make a thing. It, it's a funny, it, throughout the whole episode it's pretty funny it's very lighthearted. um again more beautiful romance between alice and bullshine who i think bro honest to god if it's not gonna be freaking listen if it's not um what's his face um and uh shinoaki um from what uh remake the guy's name okay now. forget his name now um uh what's it called uh, Kyoya, if it's not Kyoya and Shinoaki, um, if we don't get a Yuri uh, between fucking uh, what's her face, um, uh, Aquatope, an Aquatope, Puka and Kukuru. Puka and Kukuru. I mean, and if we if they don't and rebuild the kingdom, if they don't explore that deeper, I mean, honestly, I don't think they will. <laughs> I don't think, and I don't think that they will. I mean, dude, honest to God, I think the couple of the year, the ship for the year for me, ship of the year for me is fucking Bochan and Alice. It's beautiful. Every time I we laugh and we feel sorry for them with their sympathy yeah. that they can't touch each other. And um, yeah, I think that's the ship of the year, in my opinion, so far. Or ship of the season, I should say. But in any case, basically, long story short, um, it's an off day. They tried to do different cures. Very lighthearted. Um, like Matthew said, they started off with a witch's cauldron. That didn't work out. Um, he had to play a fucking a beautiful masterpiece by some unknown yeah. artist on the piano. Um, the artist was also very pervy. But basically, instead of curing his instead of curing his curse, he cured the author's curse, and he goes on to the afterlife. But it was a very beautiful yeah. piece, nonetheless. And uh, then, also, well, we forgot to mention that Bochan wanted Alice to get a new maid outfit. Yeah, and we went from naked to lingerie, lingerie, and I mean, Alice looked fine as fuck, bro. Ooh. Oh yeah, no, 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 she, oh no, she thick. How old are they? I keep thinking they got, Alice. They got, they got, they got to be like, oh. they got to be like fifteen or something. I don't even know, but I mean, Bochan's built like he's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Bochan's built like he's 12. Alice is built like he's 18. Um, which, unrelated, we're not watching this. Speaking of, real quick, I'm going to divert for two seconds. Sorry, right, he, wa- he, he is 18, 19. Oh, there are 18, 19? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, this is. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's 18, 19. Oh, and, I, would uh, fucking, I would destroy Alice. And Al- yeah, Alice is 18. <laughs> oh, I would fucking wreck her shit, bro. Her shit would look like a fucking cave when I'm done. 
But in any case, that's not what I was going to say. Before, anyway, uh, let's get to the part where Rob was about to crack some fucking skulls. Yeah, Rob was going to... Bro, that nigga walked into the fucking... He, he jumped in over... A, what? No, he jumped into the fucking house through a window with a fucking axe because fucking Bolchan broke a fucking vase. Um, I mean, granted, with the, the with the, the flower, it was the flower. Yeah, the flower was older than than Bolchan. He's older than all of them. The flower's older. That's, that's why he doesn't let him touch it. That's why he doesn't want him to touch it. It means a lot to Rob, which I understood. Um, and because they broke the vase, uh, there was a brief story about how there was a maid that used to steal, and he then they hid some jewels uh, from his mother and his grandmother, and because of that, they hid him inside the pot that he broke. So he, they were able to find him, which was good. But Rob still fucking scolded his ass anyway. And, but because of that, we also what? saw a, um, we saw Butchon and Alice play hide and seek, and it was yep. you know of course like, hey you want to hide under my skirt? <laughs> yeah, of course it was sexual and it was fucking great. Um, you know, I want but, to... don't, but don't have, don't you know, you cannot piss off the butler. You remember what happened the last time someone pissed off a butler? Oh, yeah. Alfred called a, 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 a mugger to shoot Bruce Wayne's parents. And don't forget Jack, don't forget Jack the Ripper in uh, fucking uh, Moriarty. Yeah, but again, bad bet. Bruce didn't like a sandwich. Alfred made so, like, you know what? I have a complaint. Hey, can you kill his parents? Thanks. <laughs> so don't fuck with the butlers, they will ruin you for real. But no, so it was a very nice. Lighthearted episode. Um, to me, like I said, it's my ship of the year, and uh, that's about it on that one. All right. Uh, did you see the after credit? I did. Oh I don't yeah, like with Alice in Wonderland type of thing. Like he he finally Bochan touched Alice, but it's not real. So he kind of yeah, it was in a dream. And you know, uh, he I, failed I, to cast a white rabbit. Yeah, you he can't touch her. But has he caught a sniff? He doesn't want to look. But I wonder, has he caught a sniff? I'm, I... It was a what? He's a gynecologist. <laughs> I mean, I'm nasty, bro. I'd fucking, I'd like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he got an aroma from when he goes to her cabin. Or... Oh, man. I mean, I mean, he can tell her to touch herself in front of him. No one's around. So, you know, I wonder if Alice got hit by his spunk, would he die? Would she die? If Alice caught his facial, would she die? I don't know. <laughs> you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to create. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening, if you're listening, her face gets melted off with the fucking spunk. I'm dead. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> the seed of death. Oh, the seed of death, bro. Shinigami no seki. It's like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna fuck with me. I'm gonna come on you. How do you feel about that? Oh, butchan. Hi. <laughs> Oh, you're dead. Oh, well, you look good. You look good like that. <laughs> I mean, you could fuck her corpse then. <laughs> oh. Before it rots. Before it rots. <laughs> Before it rots. Oh, no. Well, at least she won't fight back. Oh, no. She wouldn't have fought back anyway, bro. Are you kidding me? I won't, Well, now there's no struggle. There's no movement. <laughs> that, that, I mean, bro, if she wasn't going to fucking struggle in the first place. I, I'm going to say it. She won't move. <laughs> She won't Jesus. move. Jesus Christ, this has gone off the rails. This is why right, we got next one. Next one. Next one. This next translation one. came from you, not me. Realist hero. Okay, let's go. Another good episode. Uh, that this was fine. Uh, we we find out about what the general was talking about <laughs> about the, the the it was about the elements, right? No, we don't actually find out what was but said. Best, like like you you oh. got you you kind of got a gist. <laughs> Kind of no, like, not, like, like something I, with I the, the water, the fire, and the wind. No. No, um, 
I think that I so the anime likes to do general explanations of the world and and what it, the world is like. Um, I think to a certain extent they try to include some of that inside of the story itself, but I didn't get that in this episode. I don't feel. I feel like this episode is very um, cut and dry, unrelated to that particular thing because the episode starts off with uh, with Soma basically thanking all of the all I'm sorry, all of the treasurists, saying like you guys are unsung heroes, you're nameless heroes. I appreciate you guys. I would normally give you all medals, but because of the fact that we're cutting down on the budget, I can't afford that. So instead, take one bottle of wine. All of you can take one bottle of wine a piece and you yep. can do whatever you want with it. And I'm gonna give you guys a five day vacation. And all of them are fucking jumping for joy. Ah! It's like, hey, uh, that was like, don't you think that's a little too much? Like, yeah, I'm tired. I don't care. Yeah, bro. And he basically falls asleep. And we basically get some more affirmation between uh, Alicia and, and Soma. Um, and they're a nice couple. Like I said, they're not going to be Bloodshot and Alice for me, but they're a really nice couple. I hope that works out really well. Um, in a perfect world, I'd love to see him have multiple wives with fucking uh, with uh, Alicia. But um, yeah, in any and Tuna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in any case. Um, yeah, so basically, um, Soma wants to create a, um, a port, a port city, and they're like, oh, you're gonna piss off the fucking people that we deal with that's from the port. They're like, no, 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 it'll be a separate port, but we're gonna send it, we're gonna centralize it. He has a whole, like, infrastructure plan for this port city, and it's fantastic. Um, when he goes to survey it, um, he sends the guy who likes Leisha, um, the... I forget his name, but he likes Leisha. But in any case, he goes there. How's it going? Like, oh, the elders don't want you to build. They're like, oh, well, let me speak to the elder. And the elder's like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's like, hi, Somedes. Oh, Sama! She's all shook and shit because it's the king in front of his fucking little shitty house. Like, why and the hell are you here? So he tells the king the story of um of basically a sea monster, a kaiju, um, that will destroy everything. And if they build in the town here and basically part of the story is the ground shakes before the kaiju destroys everything. And Soma quickly, you know, figures out like, oh, that's not a kaiju. It's a fucking tsunami. It's an earthquake followed by a tsunami, which is still bad. So um, using his, you know, deduction skills along with his new uh, his new right hand man, um, the black prime minister, as they're called, or the prime minister in black, as he's I'm sorry, the prime minister in black, as he said. Um, right. They come up with a new solution to um, to build, and they get that part going, and they get that going. And uh, Alicia also confirms with Alicia uh, if she likes uh, Soma. And she says yes, but she says it in, like, a proper, like, you know, official capacity, not in, like, I want to suck his jimpo, like fucking Alicia is thinking. So um, we get that confirmation as well. But, yeah, a nice, wholesome episode. I agree with you from the aspect of, like, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that this anime is so unique in terms of isekais and in terms of OP superhero, super, I'm um, sorry, OP heroes, it would yeah. be lame. But because it's so unique, um, it, it's good. Like, I, you know, it's not going to wow your socks off, but because the take is so unique and, and, and there's, a, you know, a nice budding romance and, you know, there's a good story that's building, I would say, um, it, it makes it worth watching for sure. So it's not going to wow you, but it's not going to be like, yeah. So. Yeah, like it's not it's not disappointed or anything. It's just it's just standard. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. All right, All right. which one we talk about next? Uh, let's go with. Uh... We got four left. Man, we so much for a short episode, eh? <laughs> let's go with um detective. All right, uh, Sista Sista cute. <laughs> Siesta Kawaii, yes. Uh, yeah, especially when she's drunk. Oh my god, yes. Uh, so, anyway, before we get to that. Before we get to that. 
Uh, we see the three of them at a at a at, like like drinking. Yeah, Kimi and Alice. No, before that, Kimi and Alice. Basically, um, Alice. I think her name is Alice, right? Yeah, Alice. Um, Kimi and Alice. Alice is um, basically she tries to be the detective and is basically. Oh right, right. Yeah, I, I, just, just, I just didn't care about that part. Yeah, I know you didn't care about it, but it's 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 kind of important to the story. So. Oh, um, basically leads her on a wild goose chase all over the city and Kimi's like a babysitter in essence and so he's tired as fuck um and at, you know again and Kimi throughout this is losing Alice we think it's because oh Kimi is you know or sorry Alice is like super young and she's fucking like she can move very fast and she's like hyper and she goes all over the place short attention span um right. and so um they end up going to dinner uh uh Siesta feels you know is all healed up they have a nice dinner um and basically they say oh we still haven't found the sapphire so um uh, yeah, alice is like see, i'm gonna go find it and so yeah, basically then, yeah then we see how in sync uh siesta and kimihiko are where like when they're talking like oh yeah i'm gonna order this for you oh yeah uh, here's your pill basically for yeah 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 what you yeah, ate yeah 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 very nice again a couple of the season if the fact this wasn't dead already but we'll see uh, this episode, though, whoo. So basically the same episode, they're at the same dinner. Alice goes away and they're like, we're going to have one drink. OK, just one drink turned into fucking 50. Right. And they yeah, end up, and they the end up CS back- is like bouncing her boobs on the bed. They talk about yeah. warm uh, CG8. Yeah, they end up going back in the hotel room and uh, Siesta's going off about stupid shit. And Kimmy's like, wow, I didn't realize how much she blabbers about stupid shit when she shit faced. Like, oh, that's interesting. And then uh, uh, Siesta's like, nah, come here. You know Why aren't I mean? you on the bed? <laughs> Why aren't you closer to me? Sit closer to me. And they lay in bed together for the first time. This is the first time that they were ever in bed together. And fucking, they have a nice, intimate conversation where, you know, they, they talk about their feelings somewhat and. Um, at the end of that, um, basically, fucking Siesta, Siesta's teasing the shit out of him, basically, like, you know, like open, open robe a little bit, like, you know, you're so cute, like, even though you got a forgettable face, you're so cute, like, hey, do you want to do something not so serious? And, like, I was expecting a kiss or something, but it fades to black. Next morning, they wake up, fucking Kimmy's got a headache from drinking. Siesta wakes up, realizes Kimmy's next to her, sees him on the bed, and she's like, and she realizes her robe is like almost coming off. And so she fucking grabs the sheets, throws it over her. Yeah. And then they have a brief conversation. And then Kimmy goes, in, I'm sorry, Siesta goes into her bag and right. pulls out a humongous fucking syringe full of fucking uh, amnesia fucking potion. That's amazing. Like, yeah, like for all we know, nothing happened. It's just like, yeah. I ain't taking that chance. Yeah, bro. And it fucking Kimmy's freaking the fuck out, freaking the fuck out. And then Alice knocks on the door right as fucking uh, as CS is going to stab him with the syringe. And she's like, oh, nothing's going on. Like, oh, but, you know, she's like, Alice is like, oh, is something going on. No, nothing's going on. Everything's fine. And so <laughs> and then she's like, I found it. And they're like, oh, how did you find the sapphire? They're like, no, I didn't find the sapphire. I found you this. And she gives Kimmy an eye patch. And one of the scenes that happens during this is is uh, he gets a little woozy. Kimmy gets a little woozy throughout. And basically they tie into the fact that when fucking he got sliced in the eye in the previous episode it didn't fully heal heal. kimi didn't give it a process to heal so she gives him the eye patch saying listen close your eye let it heal and it'll be all right and you won't be as woozy because you're not focusing as much through the the, the damaged eye and so that was really nice of her but the big 
drop that happens at the end is as they're walking in and discussing what they're going to do, um, Kimi gets a call from Fubi, and Fubi says, hey, I got information, da 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 and they're like, oh, you couldn't tell us that two weeks ago? They're like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, we saw you two weeks ago. No, we didn't. And then fucking uh, CS is like, uh, you realize... Uh, they, they they basically have like an epiphany and one of the things that points that out is the fact that Fubi had the lighter and Fubi had given the lighter in the previous episode or the pre- the episode before last gave yeah. him the gave him the lighter and said like you know here keep the lighter i don't want to smoke anymore but the 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 Fubi that they saw lit up the fucking lit up the cigar with the lighter so right. and they didn't notice that so basically that Fubi that they saw that gave them the information that led them into the trap was one of the fucking was one of the people from Spes um and uh yeah that's where the episode leaves off or leaves off for the day the the week i should say all right very good for that one uh again it was a fun episode against yes to cute the twist at the end was like holy shit and they always leave you most of the times they leave you on on a um on a uh cliffhanger and it's not a bad cliffhanger it's not oh my god i can't believe you did that this one might be but you know still it was good Alrighty, uh, Urimichi. Uh, you, well, uh, all right, let's go with Urimichi. That's fine. Yeah, why not? Uh, uh Ikiteru uh, got, got upset because he couldn't cut Origami. Well, first there were, there was a production meeting. Like, they were trying to figure out sketches mm-hmm. to do. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna have them dress as bugs while Utano dresses as something like something else type of thing. And, and they're, they're all super excited. They are very very excited. But yeah, we see a lot of depression from Ikitero because he's not like following the instructions. They he's talking about how he cut, he wishes to cut the world into pieces and stuff like that. But oh, legally, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was uh, like, Ikitero is very interesting. Where he's very limited in what he does, and when he doesn't know how to do something, he's royally shitty at it. But they always talk about his latent potential, and it's fucking stupendous. With yeah, and then once he learns, up. he's like, and once he learns, he's like fucking perfect. Yeah, he fucking does like, perfect dude. origami and shit. Like, like, he made, wow. like those, he made like those uh rice ball things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like fucking like wow, his potential is incredible. Cause he they did the rice balls, he did the fucking the, the ping pong, and then he learned how to fucking do origami in a single yeah, day. Like, yeah, like in seconds, seconds. Yeah, dude. So fucking latent potential, incredible. And then you find out why he's obsessed because he got kicked out for a stupid conversation with his sister. And of course, there's dick jokes that uh, they really weren't, but he took him that way, like the ding dong or <laughs> ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> I love those, bro. Especially when he fucking he's trying to hold it in, he's trying to be professional, but he's like a little fucking kid. But he's like, all right, and then she's like, get out of my house. <laughs> You're dead. Uh, yeah, shit was fucking hilarious, dude. I just love how when he kind of came back to apologize, like, well, for what? What happened? And they're like, okay, nothing happened. <laughs> for real. I love how Utano's like, fine, I'll kick my boyfriend out so I can get your sister. Yeah. <laughs> she was just willing to get rid of the boyfriend. Bro, when are they going to break up? At this point, they should just fucking break up. Like, she's stupid as shit for staying with him. Oh, uh, also, the best part where the director is like, tell me your nightmares. Oh, my God. Uh, Mitsu was, uh, he was followed. Uh, no, one about, no, no one cared about Toki, Tobikichi. So I was like, okay. Ikitaro had his dog. Utano was. Uh, Getting married. Next! And then Urumichi was ingredients missing in the store. 
And, and I love how that's the one. Like, yeah, that triggered Tell it. me. Inter- interesting. And I, not I, only, I can relate. Not only does that trigger the fucking director, he basically takes everybody's story and mixes it with the main premise being Uramichi's story, and it's yeah. a clusterfuck of fucking story. Like, what and, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like, they're, they're fucking ninjas, basically. They're fucking ninjas, dude. Except for Uramichi. He's fucking uh, some fucking herb, he's, I think. He's, he's a fucking go-go dancer. He's <laughs> yo, what made me die laughing that episode is when they're like, oh, he turns to the fucking cast, and the cast is like, don't look at us. We, and they're just fucking pissing themselves laughing. Yeah, they, they were laughing throughout they're the whole fine. thing, even when they were yeah. saying goodbye. <laughs> uh, and and okay. the kids liked it. Yeah, and it really resonated with yeah, the kids. Yeah, the, the she-show, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, and then with the kid, with the girl, the daughter, and the mother, like, hey, like, I want to try this. Like, it'll be bitter, like how the guy was. And he walks, Rubichi walked past them. Walked past them, and he's got this face. Oh, man. He's like, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And then, uh, again, Ikiteru came home. Uh, nothing happened. And then Mitsu and Tobikichi came over. They had um, Shiso-type, um, uh, what's it called? Gyoza. They had that. That that I thought that was a cool moment. Like they were actually hanging out with Urumichi. Did I see that? I don't remember. Is that an after credit? Yeah, I I believe so. Yeah, I didn't see an after credit. Ah, then uh, yeah, uh, to- uh, Toby Kichi Miso. They came over to Urumichi's apartment and they were actually hanging out with him. Like, oh yeah, we got the agreements they made. Yeah, but they did that before. One of the remember in the episode like two, I think it was or three, where he kept kicking the fucking weight. But I'm saying, like, they were both, like, like they're both in there, like, the, 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 like those two together. So just Toby Kichi by himself crashed into the dumbbell or uh, Mitsuo wait outside in the rain to get sick. Yeah, true. Like, they were eating and drinking together. Oh, nice. And uh, Urumichi was hoping the episode bombed, and then when he came back to the production, he was like, oh, so it was a, dis- despite his wish, the episode was popular, and the director wants to make a series out of it. Oh God! So, yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Anymore. Oh yeah, that yeah, that all that shit happened. Damn. But yeah, uh, like normal, a lot of laughs. Let's move on. Uh, girlfriend, girlfriend. This one was better. This one, this one was better. I railed on it the previous week because of how shitty that episode was. This week's episode was pretty good. Yeah, because there was less Rika. There was no, more. But- there was there was more Saki and Akisa. Yeah, that's true. But even no, but even the stuff with Rika, I didn't mind. Like the the whole thing with what happened with, so basically, um, Rika goes to school the next day and she wants to talk, have a proper conversation with. Well, uh, that's at the end. Uh, no, is that you're, no? You're, was that, the yeah, end? The, that was the very end. You're skipping the cops. Oh, where, I'm skipping, uh, I'm skipping the where, best part. That's right. Yeah, where uh, Saki's mom was like, "Hey, you got you got guess the beetle running." Here's this outfit. I'm gonna groom my daughter into. That's so <laughs> like, I so awkward, dude. I was thinking the same. Like, dude, I was like, bro, this. Your fucking daughter's fourteen, and you're asking, her, oh, "You have sex with your boyfriend yet?" Like, and I know they're trying. Why not? To... You're fucking hot. Come here. Yeah, they're like, "Why not? You're hot." And then, bro, what, during the fucking after the whole thing with the with the costumes, her fucking mom's still looking for cosplay. She's like, "Oh, that one's cute. I'll order it for her." Like, bro, you're trying to get your daughter fucked. Like that's yes. that's some shit, bro. Only but, any, but anyway, only uh, fucking Japanese fucking anime. Do you see that shit, dude? Yeah. But anyway, Saki looked hot in the bunny outfit. It's like, hey, uh, does this get you turned on? It's like, yes, but I said what to do. It's like, your libido's dead, damn it! Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> and then she just gets on top of him, straddles him, and then he, and then Noya caves in and grabs her breast. And then she's like, well, I can't believe you did that! And slaps and him in the face. But she's so happy he did. Yep. He's all bubbly. 
She's all bubbly. And then fucking her dumbass afterwards put the fucking bunny costume in the laundry. And Nagisa sees it. And she's like, what happened? And she's like, oh, I assure you nothing happened. You know, she like, like, he, he, he dressed, she dressed up for me. It's like, you know what? I'm going to top this. Yeah, and she did. In a made outfit. Koshi jeans, I'm a... Calls a master and to the point where he just collapses. You know what? Same. I would do the same. Just fall off the chair. They, yeah, they have, a, too cute. they have a whole fucking role play for hours with fucking master and master and maid, master and maid. And yeah, Nagisa, like rubbing, rubbing his shoulders, get pouring him drinks, sitting yeah. like sitting like across from across the hall. Like I'll watch you from afar. Yeah. And it's like, hey, can you pet my head? They are like, please do this once a week. Yeah, basically. Hi. And, and then she let it slip while they were having yeah. dinner. <laughs> while, <laughs> while Saki was still bubbly. And they're like, huh? 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 And it's like, eh, whatever. And then I, she's I'm like, here. I'm up to hearing things. <laughs> like, and she's, they're, she's, they're she's too happy with the bubbly. bubbly. I know. She's back to being bubbly and fucking Naoi and fucking Nagisa like, Phew. And then fucking that's when you see uh, uh, Saki's like, oh, that's cute. And then, yeah, then the episode goes into Rika. And Rika, um, Basically wants to have a proper conversation with Naoya. Saki's jealous because yeah, she, she already... Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, because she does this in front of the, the, the class. Yeah, she does it in front of the class. And uh, Naoya comes out, like, what's going on? And they, she says it, and she's like, it's all right, no problem. So they go up to the roof, they have their proper conversation, and Naoya's basically being himself, but the more he's himself, the more Rika's fucking just fucking wet for this guy. Yeah. Fucking, she just wants him. And so basically, he says something like very nice. And he didn't get a chance to finish what he said. But this freaks Rika out. She runs away. She runs away from now. I know he's like, huh? I wasn't done. But fucking, she catches her breath. And uh, Rika's like, I love him. Meanwhile, she doesn't know that right below the stairs, before she started walking down, Saki was there like, you fucking bitch. Yep. <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. So we're going to see uh, most likely a competition between Rika and Saki come. Uh, yeah, that eventually, I'm still waiting on Shido. We're, we're almost done. We're halfway done. We're past yeah, the halfway point. I'm waiting for her very cute self. So cute. You uh, telling me she doesn't fall for him? No, not not yet. Not right away. She she okay. has the she has the slow build. Oh, like like she yeah, like she's disgusted by it, and the reason why she she's living at the house with them was to keep an eye on Noya because she doesn't trust Noya. Oh, you you just spoiled the fact that she's gonna move in with them. No, she did. She does. To be fair, it was gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Saitama. Just the okay. <laughs> <laughs> but blank face, uh, lies. I like. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of speaking of One Punch Man, real quick, man. I love my one my One Punch Man shoes. I fucking love them shits, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, they're not, they're not a sponsor today, so they're not our sponsor today. I know. Anybody who wants One Punch Man shoes, you're gonna have to go on fucking uh, on uh, StockX.com or Goat.D, um, Goat.com in order to get those. So, sorry, you missed out. I got mines. All right, uh, we're gonna close off the season with Aquatope on White Sand. A beautiful episode. Udon, Udon episode. It was a beautiful episode. Uh, anyway, uh, they were trying to find stuff to sell for the, for mm-hmm. the aquarium to make some money. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, why not some type of food item? Mm-hmm. And then at first it was, uh, Udon was like, I okay, think. maybe I'll make, a, maybe I'll make a, a meal, like a food cart type thing. Okay, no. Never mind, let's do ice cream. <laughs> ice cream! Can't get and no then, permits. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but, ice, but 
but shaved ice is a lot easier because it's mm-hmm. just it's it's water mm-hmm. because it's it's more safe it's safer than dairy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell, that to, tell that to Michigan, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, she makes all this. She's like, okay, but we have a budget. Um, what was it like five thousand yen? Yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty fifty bucks. Um, but yeah, the ice cream was a hit until the no permit, and then we did the shaved ice, and then she mm-hmm. makes a she makes them in a creative way where she has like the sea animals. Yeah. Each of the animals, even ones not on the menu, like, yeah, hey, can, can you do this? Like, oh, yeah, I could definitely do that. Yeah, it and was what's the, the big guy's fucking favorite. It was the ugly ass fish. And she's like, all right. And she made a fucking she made a shaved ice fish out of the fucking ugly fish. It was fucking cute. Oh, yeah. But it was a lot of that. A lot of development for, from a Udon because she yeah. especially when she wants to run her own place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very well done. But that's not technically really the meat of the fucking. No. Of, of the story. The meat of the story is um, we get a old man and um uh kikuru uh kukuru right. points out to, to to what's her face um to fuka that yeah. this old man ever since that she's been coming to the aquarium he comes every year she yeah. walks up to the old That's man right. they have a conversation and she's like you know i was down on, she's like oh first off the beginning of first off let's back all the way up the very beginning of the episode shows um a story in the newspaper and it shows basically that um that the aquarium shutting down and um this startles and it upsets uh kukuru but she fucking you know yeah because she, she didn't confirm it <laughs> yeah she hasn't confirmed it so she you know soldiers on it is what it is um and so she goes to the old man the old man's like i saw what was in the paper you know it's, it's, it's a shame that that's gonna happen and she's right. like well we don't know officially whatever he proceeds to tell kukuru the story of you know i was down on my luck once i had a shitty business and um lost bro- and, I, and I, I lost my brother and you know it, it basically it was in the world war ii so he lost his brother in world war ii um he said he was down on his luck and he lost his business and he came to this aquarium um when it first opened this must have been like you know late 1940s early 1950s the way he's describing it um and he was you know kind of young himself yeah and he um says that he saw his brother he experienced the phenomena that we've seen already with um with fuka and we've seen with the with the sensei um where they you know they get themselves and they get themselves caught up in the moment with the fish so he said he experienced that he saw his dead brother and he comes back every year hoping to experience it but he has yet to and in that moment in that moment both him and uh cooper get swept up and they experience the phenomena of the of the of the of the aquarium and fucking we see uh the old man gets to see his brother and they're out in the the rice paddy fields uh near the ocean and they get to you know enjoy themselves again they meet you know in their life and they get to experience each other meanwhile kukuru gets to see her dead parents and she is wailing in their arms and in an emotional it's emotional as it is with the old man it becomes even more emotional seeing uh kukuru just wailing in her in her dead parents arms and her dead parents are so happy to see her and kukuru out of the corner of her eye looks ahead and she sees a figure and so her parents move out of the way and kukuru dries her eyes for a moment and that figure is herself in the future and she's happy and she's smiling and she looks professional and the moment ends for the both of them when they come back to kukuru has you know her she's welled up 
um, but she's more in shock. Meanwhile, the old man is fucking crying him his his own yeah, self. He's crying, and, yeah, cries, and, and that he thanked her, and then <laughs> he composes himself and he thanks her, and then um, Kukuru makes him a promise and he's like, come back next year, I'll make sure this is still around, and he goes, yeah, I will, and that was yeah. such a fucking that 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 was sure, great. You said that it was the, it was the episode of the week at that point when when you saw it last Thursday, and I, yeah. I agree with you. Nothing really has happened that would fucking there's there's a lot of solid yeah. episodes but this one was just urumichi was nothing. hilarious but this it, one was U- Urubichi, yeah which was hilarious videos were sexual but this one was just it had everything it was beautiful so goddamn beautiful i shed a tear um it was the episode of the week that's why we saved it for last this week um aquatope is easily one of the best anime and it's a long-running anime y'all this is a 24 episode anime Um, i can't wait to see where this goes more we're gonna get more emotion i know that much it's gonna be fantastic um it's up there for sure in terms of anime of the season along with urumichi along with uh remake um along i can probably you know honestly out of all the ones that we talked about fucking i mean detective is already dead is good for action um yeah. and i like Ikeki shoujo i think it's very underrated out of all the ones we talked about and we're gonna get the my heroes we're gonna get the revengers uh eternity's okay slime is gonna be popular um but aquatope is low-key one of the better animes of the season and it won't get much love because a lot of people don't really fuck with slices of life they don't fuck with things like that but you know at least coming from matt and i this is one of our animes of the season bar none um we can't recommend it enough yeah but yeah uh but yeah this definitely deserves the close out for the for the seasonal for the week yeah uh we loved it it was and the animation for it was just done in stunning like always anytime you see the phenomena of the of the aquarium you're gonna see some of the most amazing animation in the series that you can possibly think of it's purely fucking it's utopianly beautiful i can't express that enough it's some of the the best animation it's very you know what it, it reminds me of shinkai like it's very shinkai like with its animation and the way it looks i it's beautiful the colors are vibrant um the the minute details from the bubbles to the currents to the to the colors on the fucking on the fish themselves um the fact that they're you're able to see visible tears from people um within the 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 animation that's in uh, under the ocean there's so many things you could pick and choose from that and it's goddamn beautiful for sure Right. Uh, closing thoughts for the season? For the week? Um, good week. Very solid week. Um, I'm happy I picked up Shoujo. I'll say that yep. much at least. Um, I can't wait for Remake, like always, because that's my anime of the season. Can't wait for Aquatope. That's tomorrow as we're recording. This is Wednesday, October. Yep. I'm sorry, uh, August the 18th. So um, mm. we'll get uh, the next episode of Aquatope tomorrow. Um, I'm excited for Million Lot. La- I'm sorry. I'm excited for uh, for Slime, for sure. Um and Boruto as usual is on its its nice roll. So um yeah, those are my thoughts. Yep. Uh so again, since we're past the halfway point, uh plots are going to start picking up. But uh, we're gonna take one more commercial break. Wait, before we'll... we do, before we do, so you just mentioned we're at the halfway point. Let's do a little bonus real quick for for the for the listeners. Okay. Um we're at the halfway point. Give me your top three. All right. Um Ur- Urumichi. Mm-hmm. Uh, remake and mm. Vanitas. Mm. Aquatope is right there, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, like Vanitas and Aquatope is neck and neck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm giving uh, remake one. 
um, Uramishi 2, Aquatope 3, and right behind it, because of how it's going to, I'm sure it's going to pop off now, is uh, Slime Core 2. Right. That's going to be my top three. Anyway, I just wanted to throw it out there. We can go ahead and... Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, that, right that, that's good. That's good for a halfway opinion type of thing. That's good to have, like, like we know where we stand. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, 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 top three, do we want to do a bottom three or just leave it as top three? <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take one more commercial break, then we're going to talk about the Tonikawa OVA, and then we're going to close out. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. Konnichiwa! All right, uh, we got a special episode we're going to talk about. Uh, before we close off, we're going to talk about the Tonikawa Fly to the Moon OVA. Yes, one of my uh, favorites of the fucking... Well, it came out winter, right? I think it was winter? Fall. Fall, fall 2020. It was one of my favorites of that season. First yeah. off, that fucking that OP is one of my favorite OPs. Just because I have a I have two, oh, yeah. two twelves in my car, that shit bang, that shit bang oh, yeah. hard. Oh, I love the, I love the ED also. So and ED is very nice too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, again, we got a very cute moment with um, what you call it, NASA buying Suzuka the a cell phone, her own her own mm-hmm. cell phone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she gets. He's very excited, and then he sets it up for her. Wait, what did you call Sukasa? That's why I call it Sukasa. I swear he said Sukusa or some shit. I was like, what? Whoa, 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 what, what, what? Or Yuzaki. Let's go with Yuzaki. I say they're both Yuzaki. They are. They're married. Ah, true. Mochidon, mochidon this, Matthewson. Anyway, Sukasa is excited. She shows a Kaname her cell phone. Say, hey, uh, you want my links? It's like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that type of thing. And then uh, Aya gives her her contacts also. She's very excited. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and she, her face is just red with like, oh, yeah, I have you as my spouse <laughs> for NASA. Like, hey, we're spouse. Yeah. Like, your first contact. That was a very cute moment. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't really last long because NASA got called into work in his old job. And it's an all-nighter. Yeah, it's, he's like, that's why I quit in the first place. <laughs> like, like he liked that. the guy. Like, I, I liked, I liked my boss because we went out and all that. It's like, was it a he? Like, like was it a she? Yeah, I like, know. Like, no, it's a he. It's like, I was expecting a she. In all sincerity, I was expecting a she. I think that would have been like, like she would have stalked him at work. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> uh, maybe. I think that would have been too much. I think I think that was perfect as that. So it was perfect the way it was, but bro, Sukasa and NASA have such a good chemistry the way that it's written. So if she would have stalked his ass, I would have been for it because it's just fucking yeah. funny the way that they interact. Uh, but anyway, NASA goes to work and then Sukasa is like, I actually missed it. Should I send him a sticker? Is he thinking about me? He has to written back. What am I going to do? Suko no sabishides. Then I was like, oh, he's fine. Don't worry about it. And then eventually when she was about to cry... NASA says, hey, uh, I can't, I really can't use my phone during work. Uh, I, miss I'm you. Gonna, I miss you, but I'm probably going to be here all night, maybe until morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to bed without me. Mm-hmm. And then you see Sukasa feeling lonely. She sets up two mm-hmm. futons instead of just her own. She got NASA's ready. Just in case he comes home. Yep. And then you see NASA walking home at four in the morning, in the dead morning. tired. Yeah. Uh, he, it's like uh, it's like where you're at a con. You go back to your hotel at four in the morning. You're dead fucking tired. Yeah, but then, up, and you gotta get up in a couple hours. But there's Sukasa. Hokkaido nasai. Like, hey, you want a drink? You want this? Uh, talk to me, please. For God's sake, I'm lonely. 
he's like, nope, I just want to go to bed. Let's go to bed. Okay, what do you assume me? What do you assume me that's I? And then they fucking, and then that's where, this is where the real meat of the fucking episode happens, ladies and gentlemen. So basically, um, Sukasa feels very, very lonely. And so because she's felt this feeling of loneliness, she feels extra needy. She wants extra attention. So she basically, she kisses him first. And it's a nice, passionate, nice small kiss, though. Very, very small. Um, and she's like, all right, good night. And then fucking NASA freaks out. She's like, oh, my God, this is the first time that she took the initiative to kiss me. Wow, she must really feel lonely. And so um, she goes, uh, NASA-kun, hi, hi. And, you know, she's like, oh, can I go visit your futon? And she goes, if you want. And so she goes over to his futon and she snuggles. And, you know, fucking they have this moment between each other. And right. then um, Sukasa's like, or not Sukasa uh nasa Na- nasa was like you know i didn't get my good night kiss and so they kiss and they do more than kiss they make out like it's fucking like, like he, like he has is, her pinned yeah this is like the most sexual moment in tony kawa yet so basically yeah like like matthew said has has they they're in this passionate moment there the camera zooms in on their lips and they're making out with tongue and their saliva you, you, you hear, you like hear it, a little moaning groaning yeah, and she, she's starting to get hot she's starting to pants fucking uh she uh nasa has has her pinned um her you know you can see like her button starting to get undone she's panting and like sukasa thinks to himself like oh like this is normal like this is my wife you know well, I NASA, can yeah nasa sorry nasa is like yeah this is normal she's my wife we can finally do it, and she he and thinks like 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 like, 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 like uh, screw Academy and the others. It's my wife. I don't care. Yeah, like let like, him hear it. He's in the moment, like he wants to finally have sex with his wife, and fucking in in her panting breath, Sukasa looks up like, "Oh, will you hold me?" And it kind of throws Nasa off because he wants to have sex, and Sukasa hits her hits him with like something but, really really but yeah, cute. He, he, but he, he appreciates her, so. and he's very respectful. And she's like, "Yeah," and they cuddle like they have this long beautiful emotional embrace and just cuddling nothing sexual they just hold each other and that's the end of the night and then the next morning um Tsukasa's overthinking it like usual Nasa's still asleep she's overthinking overthinking and then she basically um what's it called um Kanapa's Kanapa's Academy. uh Kasane like, I want like, like, like did you do anything like I want to hear it damn it yeah she's being super pervy she's like I want to hear it and it throws off fucking Sukasa, and then NASA comes over and uh, says, you know, casually come along, and then they, they start talking about it, and it throws NASA off, and the three of them are like fucking like ooh, embarrassed and shit. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to them, Chitose's maid also is hearing this conversation and yeah. basically goes over to Chitose. We see a, a shot of Chitose in her house waking up, and they managed to over-sexualize Chitose, which I wasn't a fan of, but it is what it is. And they made the maid fucking a little horny maid fucking, and she basically gets she grabs fucking Chitose's opai and gets her undressed and um she proceeds to tell him about what she heard at the at the at the bathing at the at the, the bathhouse and at first she told say chastise like you go there all the time why do you go there all the time but then has to explain to her what they meant by like having a good time and the, the episode ends basically uh, well before the episode ends uh chitose and the other maid i forget the, i'm sorry not chitose's maid the two maids basically yeah. and they talk about what happened and at first, like you could tell, like the the maid with the red with the red hair might be lesbian or might be bisexual. Oh, yeah. oh no, oh no, she definitely is. Yeah. So and basically, the maid with the blue hair was like, "Hey, hey, you hey, want to hold hands?" And fucking the maid with the red hair is like, "Doki doki, doki doki." And she's like, "Psych." 
And she's like, I'm just kidding. Jordan, Jordan this. And fucking, what a tease. Like, what a fucking tease. And then she passes the fuck out. But the episode ends, basically. Um, Nasa and Sukasa are back in bed that night. And um, they're awkward because they know what happened the previous night. And uh, Nasa's like, well, I got to go to bed early. You know, I got to wake up early. So let's go to bed. And then Um, Kaname's like, hey, you guys do anything yet? And she fucking, Nasa throws his phone in fucking anger. Um, But then, basically, they go to bed. And, um, uh. Uh, what's it called? They end up, you know, falling asleep briefly, and then uh, Nasa's like, "Hey, uh, Sukasa, hi! I didn't get my good night kiss." And she's and like, "Well, just a regular kiss." <laughs> and it, well, if you insist, and she crawls over into the futon, and they kiss again, and that's where the the episode ends. I thought, you know, it was a regular kiss, but then a part of me thought, like, "Oh, maybe they cut it off. Maybe they're gonna have sex again, or maybe they were gonna maybe. have sex with her. You never know. You know what I mean?" So, but um, anyway, very very wholesome episode. Um. I not wholesome, but it was a very cute episode. I love Tony Kawa. Tony Kawa is one of my favorite rom- romances. Um, I yep. adore it. So um, this leads me to this question, Matthew. For our suggestions this week, um, why don't we give the listeners our suggestions on OVAs? Why yeah, give them an OVA suggestion? Uh, we could do that. Um, mine is uh, simple: Hellsane Ultimate. Mm. It mm-hmm. was it, it was ten episodes, and it was an OVA series. Mm. I, it, it was violent. Uh, you love it's, it's the same Alucard and all that. Like it's like a different type of story for it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it turned out great. Like it was fantastic all the way mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. So there, but yeah, like I said, uh, if you love Hellsing, if you love vampires, just Alucard, mm-hmm. Alexander Anderson, <laughs> bitches love Cadens. Let's. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. Where, where's your OVA? I'm torn because, you know, I'm really torn. So if you want to watch my favorite OVAs, I think of all time are probably the the Konosuba OVAs because they're just so fucking funny. Konosuba OVAs were hilarious. The Kaguya-sama OVA that we reviewed a few weeks ago was fucking hilarious. Um, One of my favorite all-time singular OVAs. But if I were to give an OVA series, which I think I will, I'll match your OVA series, I'll go with the Code Geass OVA series. Not a lot of people have seen the Code Geass OVA series. It's And it does have a little bit of relation with the original Code Geass series. Basically, the Code Geass OVA series was made after the original Code Geass. The original Code Geass debut was like 2007, 2008, I think, or 2007 to 2009, I think, is um the original Code Geass. The OVAs were made in 2011. And so basically, the OVAs are taking place in europe um and it has a whole series with you know with 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 the gias and it happens in europe and the episode happens between season one and season two basically we have a delusional lelouch who's already been gias by his father but he's battling the gias already like he's suffering the effects of it and we have a uh, suzaku who is basically in charge of him so there's a sub story um that goes on between suzaku and lelouch uh, that goes along with the britannian um army and it, it goes in conjunction with the battle that happens between the euro britannian um army as well as uh the the resistance so it's a really good series though um it's it's you know it's not as good as kogias but it it was really good i gave it a four out of five when i watched it um it's five episodes deep um i believe they're like they're long too they're like an hour a piece they're like 45 minutes at minimum a piece it's really fucking long so you get your fucking you get your bang with that so um, it brings you all the benefits of, of Code Geass, and if anybody knows anything about Code Geass, it's it's a masterpiece anime. So um, that would probably be my suggestion of the week. All right, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. We talked our cake, we ate it too, and now we are full of cake. 
you can follow me on Twitter at Damien Phoenix 12. Uh, we want to thank uh, W2M Network for hosting us, having us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to thank Chairshot Radio for having us every Sunday morning on the Chairshot Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can find that at thechairshot.com. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can find me there too, where I talk about Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. And now uh, your plugs. Yeah, don't forget, you also mentioned Spotify. We're also on Apple Music. We're also on Amazon um, as well. So we're basically at this point everywhere that you can listen to your podcast or you prefer listening to your podcast, type in Talk to Kiki, you'll find Matthew and I. Um, you can find me on my anime Instagram at AI underscore anime24. You can find me on my podcast, Instagram podcast.senpai. You can follow me on Twitter at SHOSTOPPA24. That's Showstopper24. You can follow me on analyst.co at Showstopper249. SHOSTOPPA249. Um, um, if you go into any of the links um, in my social media, you'll see a bit um, a, um, a link tree. And from there, you can check out my other podcast. Shout out to the Orlando Tragics podcast with my boy B. Ronan. Shout out to the MMA for Marks podcast with my boy Andy. Um, I talk about MMA, obviously, and combat sports in general on my uh, MMA for Marks one. And if you want to hear me talk shit and really go really uncensored and go talk about some wild shit, you can listen to the Orlando Tragics where me and my boy go ape shit on that. Um other than that, I think that's all we have, folks. All right. Until next time, uh, next week, I will I will review the Evangelion movie 3.0 plus 1.0, the last movie of the series. But So look forward to that. Until next time, uh, arigato, enato ofaku, and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan! Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you expecting a child tax credit? Deposit and spend it securely with the BB&T Money Account prepaid card. It makes managing your everyday spending easy. Apply for a prepaid card at bbnt.com slash money account. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.